0: Right. hello i'm eagle eagle gardens eagle gardens one on instagram and this is fucking talking shit with eagle episode 248 happy hump day happy th- Happy thanksgiving to you i know we're not too far away from official thanksgiving calling it thanksgiving so let me sneak it in we've got a great That's guest a tonight uh somebody you've seen around the community now for a bit Big Jar Grows, how you doing? Tell us where we can find you and how you're doing today.
1: Uh, uh, Sorry, it's uh, Big Jar Grows here and uh, just sitting here talking some shit with Eagle tonight, hanging out with you guys. You can find me over at uh, IG on Big Jar Grows. Just kind of a new grower here, you know, just talking some shit. Right now, I'm going to learn a whole lot unless you want to learn what not to do tonight. That's for sure. Um, You know just got into this this year um had a pretty rough start we can get into that a little bit later and uh we'll just go from there
0: right on right on well it's not about how big you are you know that to be on this program it's just about member being a member of the community and you are most definitely that and a grower so you know and you got to dig in at some point right i mean oh yeah get a tip the scale at some point then (laughs) You have, so it counts. (laughs) You've you've crossed the threshold. Yeah, so how was your day? How was it where you were?
1: It was good. It was good. Um, I'm in Michigan, downstate. Um, I'll just go with I can see Canada from my house. So if, uh, you know,
0: we'll just go with that. Right on, right on. Yeah, it is. No, that I day. was lucky enough to watch most of the snow fade away today. I, was yeah, happy I watched to hard fade away yesterday. Nice. Yeah, we, we've been pretty lucky so far with the weather up here in Michigan. Yeah, it rained all day here. So I was getting a bowl pack and moving going. What did you? Uh, what are you smoking on over there? I appreciate?
1: actually went to my in-laws over the uh, last weekend, and I got some of his outdoor. I got some Juan uh, Herrera, which is supposed to be uh, Jack Herrera and something else. He told me pretty good, and then uh, some rainbow cookies and some White Walker Kush. So... At least okay, that's
0: what I he was told. That's not too bad. Nice selections. So what's the flavor chirps on the Ron Herrera? Earthy, definitely earthy.
1: So it's uh, yeah, smell on it and stuff's not bad, but it's just, uh, it's real earthy for sure. So a little bit more what I like. I, I don't really like that fruity stuff. So it's nice and all, but me, I'm more rocket fuel, methane, you know, straight up gas. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah.
0: I'm smoking a little bit of this uh, Twisted TK from Deep Southern Genetics. And I have to rub it in, but it is some fuel hand.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: hey. hey, that's just what I'm looking for at the end of the day. All right, guys, we're getting chat all hooked up here. I'll be honest, I'm not very good at multitasking i'll probably be squirreling a bit tonight so
0: no worries it helps buy time <laughs> Lincoln's out the show and you forget what you're talking about every so often yeah we we do that a lot
1: here so definitely forget definitely have a lot of the. Uh, okay yep that's what you're doing so but uh all right well let me we get started whenever man i'm good well
0: So I guess we might as well walk to the beginning here. I mean, when was uh, your first uh, experience with the plant, your first tryout?
1: Well, I've got like a probably, probably one of the more odd ones. I didn't start with smoking. I started with edibles. And it was a half a tray of brownies before the guys told, before somebody realized I was the one eating them and nobody said anything about what they were. And we were on our way to a Metallica concert down at, the, down at the palace. I was probably 20, so you're talking about almost 20 years ago. So I didn't start smoking or anything until after high school or anything. I was that good kid through high school, you know, did everything right and everything. And then after high school, got a job in the shop and, you know, pretty much that's where that went. So I was hanging out with those guys. And, you know, next thing we know, we're down at the palace. We rented a, uh, a buddy of ours, brought his RV down. There's like 10 of us going down and uh, I'm sitting down there, you know, and these things just start fucking kicking in and you know, I'd never smoked before, never did any of this before. I was a drinker. I drank a lot back in the day, you know, and don't do so much anymore. And uh, I remember one song of Metallica. I remember going outside to try and get some air. I thought I was going to die And then I woke up with the people cleaning the palace telling me I had to leave. All the lights were on. Three, four hours had passed by. All my buddies left me in the fucking chair in the upper deck of the fucking palace. And they're just all out in the parking lot laughing their asses off at me, waiting for me to come out there. That's my first experience with it. So, yeah, I got fucking ripped the first time. Didn't touch edibles for probably two or three fucking years after that. Holy cow. A little perspective. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, The the guy that made them, he didn't make butter. All right. All he did was he took about an ounce of pot, ground it up, put it in a brownie batter, and shoved it in an eight-by-eight pan and cooked it.
0: That was it. It make strong, strong brownies.
1: <laughs> fucking right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was fucking great.
1: But then after that, it was kind be- of, uh, you know, I got into smoking a little bit after that, you know, and I bounced back and forth between drinking and smoking. You know.
0: So, had you ever experimented with anything else up to that point? I mean, I know you said you were a good boy, but damn, that had to have been. Drink, just can, drinking I mean, a little
1: bit. I, I'd probably been drinking for a couple of years by then, you know. And, and when I mean drinking, I mean I went. I'll be honest, guys. I went from like that goody. Not I was a goody two shoes. I mean, I did shit. I mean, in high school, my best friend was the drug dealer at high school. I mean, it wasn't like I was oblivious to the fact of all of this. I just chose not to participate, you know. But I mean, I was friends with all of them. We all hung out. You know, that was I was part of that crowd. I just didn't participate. So and they were all fine with it, you know. No one pushed it on me or anything. No one cared. You know, I was just, you know, I was a sober guy that drove them all around, and they loved it. So, you
0: know, but then that uh, had to be pretty close to a hallucinogenic experience that first time. That heavy. That's yeah, why, they, if you, I asked if you had it to like acid to compare it to. I mean, that yeah, the well, whole the whole mushrooms thing. I, think I mean, ta- eating that, that. heavy. The yeah, people, did, did that people
1: that amount of people. I passed out. Luckily, I think it was just at the end of the day, my body just shut down and I passed the fuck out. And I don't think if that would have happened, because it was. It, I was just sitting there, you know, I just I had a you know a couple years ago I got a little too much into edibles as well. And I remember having this was probably the same experience, it's just what it was. It's was just like you got the Wawas, but then you had you know, think about having the Wawas with Metallica playing. At 11 in the palace. And I passed out. I mean, I don't remember any of it. you
2: crazy.
1: Know, but yeah, as far as like seeing any hallucinogens, or I don't remember if I did or not. I may have. I don't remember. You know, like I said, I did some mushrooms prior to that with a friend of mine, you know, just kind of like if you wanted to try it. You know, no, that was shortly afterwards is what it was. That's right. That was after I started smoking. So that was a good time to. And, uh, but no, it was just, just that. And then uh, I just started smoking after that. And, you know, basically the guys at work got friends with the guy at work that was dealing it and kind of went from there.
0: (laughs) That's crazy. Not too often that you hear the edible side of things like that. And I'm surprised it just didn't scare the shit out of you to where you didn't want it again. (laughs) But luckily, like you said, you passed out and it wasn't too traumatic.
1: Yeah, because when I woke up, when I woke up, I I was groggy, but I wasn't, like, completely fucked anymore. So I think if I had woken up and was still completely didn't know what was going on or anything, you know, other than trying to figure out what was going on and getting my surroundings around. But if I was still as fucked up as I was, like, three, four hours later, I'd have probably had a problem.
0: So... When you did start smoking, there uh, was it around the time where you could actually name a strain, or where's it uh, still right around the brick weed phase?
1: We uh, I worked with some pretty cool guys at work. We had a guy that grew; um, he grew some pretty good fucking shit back in the day. I mean, you are talking uh, early '90s, and he was growing before that, so he always had good shit. You know, so so the uh, October you know, around this time of year, you'd have good good weed for about a month, there was about six of us. And we'd go through everything he had. And uh, then um, we were pretty lucky at work. I mean, where I worked in the town I worked in, there was a lot of immigrant workers there. And um, one of the guys that I worked with, he was pretty well connected and that traded things for things. And uh, so, yeah, we were getting Mexican brick weed, but we were actually, I was actually able to smoke his stash if we were friends and stuff, so that helped out a lot, so, you know, he didn't, you know, he sold the brickweed to the guys at work, and me and a couple of buddies of his, you know, that we all hung out, you know, after work and shit, we'd smoke, he'd, we'd, he'd sell us his stuff, so it was just that step above brickweed. but then uh, one of the owners of our shop, every now and again, he had a buddy that grew hydro back in the day, and he had this shit, all I knew it was called was kryptonite, because that was the color, and that's what it did to you period you were fucking one tote and just you're just sitting down and if you manage to take two or three more it was it so that shit just kind of glowed green
0: for back then so uh sounds like a pretty good beginning there sounds like a good pretty good beginning
1: yeah I've had a pretty lucky journey I'll say
0: yeah nice nice you know uh it's funny how I think uh in Michigan the price has stayed consistent for the, like the last 20 years at least on the darker side of the market if you will
1: it pretty much I, I mean it pretty much has you know, I've much
0: always has. thought that to be a little funny you know? I wasn't yeah I, I was even it. saying that to American one. The other day, he was talking about like a $50 eights or something like that. I was like, I've never seen $50 eights. All I can remember is like $50 quarters, 50, 60, maybe a top $70 quarter. But that's oh, yeah. It. yeah, I
1: mean, I, I was when I was doing it because it was funny. The guy at work, I live in the sticks, but you know, I grew up in the sticks, but we had immigrant workers there. And let's just say a lot of the people around there didn't really care for them. So they didn't want to deal with the Mexican guy at work to buy their weed from. They wanted to deal with me. So I would pick up a QP or something from him and then divvy it up and split it up. And I smoked for free. He didn't give a shit. You know, that's I hate to say that they were oblivious to the fact that they're working with the guy that I was. Char- up charging them if they just bought it directly to save some money but hey that's up to them so I didn't care so you know but yeah it was like I'm sure I picked QP up for, for like 300 bucks you know oh, and you divvy it out everybody be happy no one no one feel they got ripped off and every you know you had a good weekend so yeah yeah they've been real yeah. consistent I think too I'm even starting to, you know, I hit the dispos every now and again around here, you know, mainly for uh, edibles for life and stuff. And uh, I'm even noticing the prices around here for some pretty good stuff is actually coming down. I mean, I'm surprised, at least around my area. Buck seventy-five an ounce for GG four. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Two hundred for some Mac one. I mean, I'm not buying it, but. I think that's reasonable. I mean, and that's medical, of course, that's not the rec side. So where I'm at, there's no rec available. You gotta drive, I gotta drive over by Flint to
0: go that way. But I can't say that prices reached up here, at least not the last time I had, you know, went through my local dispo anyway, which was like a month and a half ago. And we weren't that hitting them prices yet. sad.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe just more down here. There's let's see, there's it's not you know, that that'd be like over uh probably be over where I'm at. Um sort of like a pier area. So they got like three there. So you know,
0: they've been there for a little I think bit, that but. I think that has something to do with it too, because this is like the only one that's opened up in like a big circle, you know what I mean? And it's still fairly like three months new. And I think they're like, you know, still reaping oh, some yeah. of the, you know, benefits or, you know, for being the only one in, within the area a little bit, so. Well, hey, can you blame them? I mean, it's yeah. the way it is.
1: Well, if you're the only one up there, you know, you can, you can charge a little bit more when you don't have competition.
0: It's, it's funny because they've got a, he's got himself pinned up right, right across across street from the Walmart, <laughs> the busiest spot in town. The Bro, Walmart. Tim
1: Horns next door, and he's got the perfect crowd. Grab a cup of coffee, go to Walmart, get your stuff, grab a bag on the way home. You're done. What more do you need?
0: Oh no! Oh no! I made sure the tattoo shop got the place next to the coffee shop. Oh, <laughs> I actually right. called that shit, like, fucking months ago before he even thought about, like, the switch there. I was like, man, you need to, like, put in a coffee fucking shop or access to one next door. And fucking people would hang out in the tattoo shop all day long and drink coffee, I bet. You. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> anyway. Oh yeah, they would. Now he, now he's down next to the coffee shop, and he may not get rid of me during the day. <laughs> now the work's looking good. There, I saw
1: some of the uh, pictures he was putting up. Man, you guys are doing good work there. Looking good. I like the uh, steel paneling.
0: So well, I like that. Looks good. I went in uh, yesterday and trimmed everything around it, and I went stop by today, and it was all painted, and so everything's. Looks like all those metal things are framed and they look like, you know, black. They actually look like they're framed black panels and shit. And, uh, it looks really cool. Really cool what they got going there. You know, I like the people I meet in the tattoo shop, man. I'm uh, some of the coolest people I've ever met in the tattoo oh, shop. Yeah. So, yeah, I, don't, I only got a couple tattoos,
1: but yeah, they're, they're definitely some cool folk that are there.
0: Uh, it's again. I I find it to be just as entertaining, and the range of people getting ink these days is right there with the range of people indulging in cannabis. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. It's kind of. I seen this cat in yeah. there not so not so long ago. It what was he. He had to, he was well over sixty. Well over sixty. I want to say sixty eight ish. You know. Going bald, he had the like almost like the uh monk kind of hairline, you know, if I would, if you will, and the nice bald spot in the middle, kind of uniform all the way around. And he had his first head, he had like a stick man mowing, looked like he was oh, mowing God. the top of the fucking hairline. Yeah, it was just stoked about it, man. He just came from Florida, fucking showing it off down there. Yeah, yeah, totally. And Craig, biggest sense of humor about it too. And I was wow. thinking about another tattoo. I was like, "That's awesome." First tattoo at like sixty eight. Shit, that's awesome.
1: Well, it's uh, it's like I go to the, like my growth store here. Last couple times I went in there, there's a guy. There's uh, there's a couple in there, probably in their sixties, getting stuff set up for their first grow. You know, another guy in there, you know, just picking up stuff for his girl, you know, in his 60s, you know, and he's like, right, I'll be back next week to get the rest of the stuff, man. It's just like, okay, all right. You know, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely opened up some stuff for him. So, you know, my neighbor right next door. He's retired in his 60s and he's got, he had a forest last year. I gave him some clones and he grew up some really nice plants
0: this year. You know, That'd be like, that would be like the perfect retirement hobby. You know what I mean? Especially like right now. You got somebody got time to like just baby the shit out of their garden and keep things completely on point. That'd be, heck I yeah. I bet you they're bright-eyed and bushy-tailed.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I get up to go to work. The light's on there every now and again. He'll pop his head out the window. Oh, that's right. You got to go to work, don't you? All right, I'll be inside hitting a ball. See ya. but he's he's a cool old dude so him and his wife so he you know keeps an eye on the place for me and stuff and you know he offered up a bunch of equipment for me from his indoor growth. he just does outdoor now you know he does uh I think this year he did six or eight plants but they're all 10 12 feet eight nine feet round you know him and the wife out there just hanging them on a ladder trimming for like two weeks brought me over a stick probably brought me over a stick probably you know Two foot long, all trimmed up. so here, you can fucking dry it. I trimmed it for you. Enough of this shit. So, yeah, towards the end, he's like, "Yeah, they just got too big." He goes, "That's just that. That's trimming for two, three weeks is just way too much. He goes, it's more than I'll ever need." He goes, "I'm just gonna put them in bags next year instead of going right in the ground. them so, a little bit smaller."
0: I can't help but wonder. That's where the the uh, like. Fresh froze to the rosin press. The whole thing came from was this one frustrated dude that was like, you know, I freeze my trim anyway. You know what? Fuck this. Just throw it all in the freezer. Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah. And I'll deal with it later. And then squished it. Was like, you know, that was a great idea.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I I mean, some of this shit that you know, it's like. Even that, you know, when I got into it, you know, I was, you know, it's all flower for me. I don't dab or anything. I've, uh, when I met you in Clio, I got that stuff from Fogroli. That's the only type of concentrate I've had other than hash from you and some hash from some other people, you know, but I don't dab. I ain't got a rig or anything, so looking to maybe get one, um, something maybe a Necker collector or something like that, just something simple, you know, just to fuck around with. And, uh, you know, but it's just like. Ooh, I want to meet. I want to know the story behind the first guy that thought about taking a bud, sticking it in a hydraulic press, that they probably, let's be honest, they probably heated up these plates with a propane torch or something. You know, let's be honest here. They, they weren't using it like they are now. They just heated up these plates with a torch, got them nice and hot, threw some shit in there and squished it, some stuff come out. Probably looked at his buddy and said, you going to smoke it or me? Because one of us is smoking it. I mean, I gotta imagine that's kind of how that whole rosin thing started, don't
0: you? Yeah, yeah. Two guys fucking
1: around out in the garage.
0: <laughs> oh, for sure. You know what? That—that's actually. I mean, it started with the hair crimper. You know, yeah. and it's probably same thing. Two guys out in the garage fucking. Give me. I got a clamp over there. Yeah, give me that clamp. <laughs> but what that you know i don't know eh that had to have been one good sesh right there oh it had to it too. just led to a better sesh <laughs> <laughs> and better and better and on from there i'm still you know i appreciate it all i won't say no to about any form of cannabis you know i'm the wags, the shatter, rising bubble hash, flower—I enjoyed it all. I really do, but I can't really see myself ever just outright shaking, smoking the, the joint. Itself, you know, I do oh, enjoy wow. the dance, but it's just something ceremonial about sitting there and you know smoking that joint. I don't smoke a lot of joint. I mean, I.
1: Been smoking on and off with say, for the last twenty years. I can't roll a joint if I fucking had to. I would. I, no, not happening. Not without a roller, anyways. So, but I can't hand roll shit. So, so I just I normally just
0: use a bong or a pipe. Well, you know, I think I can roll a joint. You know, I've always rolled a chunky joint, which I figure burns slower. You know, I mean, I've always took a lot of heat for, you know, look at that chunky fucking joint. Dude. And uh, but they they burn. And at one point, I don't know if it was the papers or what, man, but I, you know, I would roll them, but they were just coming apart. And then for some reason I started using a roller and then I noticed that as long as I u- it was even the same paper, that as long as I used them in a roller, I could still handle. It would stay together. That once would they ever come apart? Same paper and everything. But I use the same paper and fucking hand roll it. And I don't know what it is, but that thing will come apart almost every damn time. I mean, all think I, I don't, how how could you fuck that up? Seriously, seriously. I mean, what? It's the same lick, the same throwing it down on the paper. What you know? What am I doing wrong? I don't know. But I don't know. I just
1: I'm the same way. Avoid it. I'm the same way. You know, it's like I've had many people just say, just sit down with a pack of zigzags, break up just an ounce of pot, and just by the time you get to the done, you'll know how to roll a joint. I've done that four or five times. All all I get is a bunch of crumpled up papers, some really fucking stick figure looking pencil fucking joints that you're just like, okay, this, this is just more paper than anything in there. Also you know, it's just like fuck it. Not gonna waste, not gonna waste 45 minutes trying to roll something up when by that time there I could have smoked it all through a ball.
0: I've tried everything too, seriously, and to, to remedy that I've heard everything from you licking it too much, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, don't be licking it so much to like barely licking it. I've heard wet the back of the paper, you know what I mean? Just moisten it from the back, and that will help. Nothing help, nothing help. Roller fixed it. The only thing I didn't like about the roller was the roller can fucking eat a sack up, man. <laughs> <laughs> fucking right. Definitely. It's like, it's like, oh, yeah,
1: we're rolling the big ones.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and again, there's something about my demeanor to when I start something. I like to finish it. So, even though I'm rolling that fucking bigger joint, it's still like, I'm finishing that motherfucker. <laughs> Might be a little bit bigger, but I'm still putting it down, So, which does, ro- doesn't help. Uh, how many rollers
1: have you broke, just trying to Eight. flip it over top uh, of what you put in there? <laughs> a ton of rollers. So, so, so you haven't uh, learned either that, okay, that's probably too much.
0: <laughs> There's no such thing. No. I've learned a few tricks, though. I mean, how to, like, sneak in hash in there and perfectly roll hash. And how to, like, oh, I was was doing this the other day, too. Uh, I would put some of that concentrate in here, right? And because I smeared the top of the paper with fucking the concentrate. So you can't get that all over your roller, right? So I, what I did was I I hold the paper ton until I've got it just about right where I can you know that flip flip that point and what I do is I uh I'll back out one side so it's like cocked and then leaves that bigger okay. gap there and I just kind of fucking hold it tight and I just give it one spin with that with it not seated right and it gives it enough space to you know flip by real quick without getting all over the belt. With all the gum on there, so I can roll a nice. That's another thing too. I think people, when people rub it all over the outside, I'm like, man, what a waste! You know? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's got to be it's in the paper. You got to suck it through. All, it, it's everywhere. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I do love some endurance. So what's your, what is your favorite? Uh, oh, I guess you kind of said gas. Has it always been gas?
1: Yeah, I like that. Like I said, I started smoking back in the '90s, you know. So that's that's the weed I like. You know, I like that that flavor, that pine, like you guys like. You know, that that gas. You know, that's that's kind of what I'm looking for. You know, and uh, I found it a couple times. Um, Been pretty, uh, say, lucky in my life, we'll say. So uh, been married, well, married, divorced, and remarried, but uh, both times. Both times, my father-in-law's were huge stoners. <laughs> so it's like, it, it was perfect. And my current one, um, he's the one that he actually got me into growing. So he, uh, you know, we can go down that road now. So the uh, he, he was growing for years. You know, he's got, he had his card and everything, you know, but he's, you know, he's like uh you know he can only grow for himself. He can't caregiver under it because of all the stuff he had in his past and everything. But you know, good old guy. You know, been just when me and my wife met and I started smoking his stuff. That was the last time I went anywhere else for week I had no other reason to. He had the best stuff there was. Still the best stuff I smoked. And it just, it, it, I'm trying to bring something over and say here, this is better than yours. I I haven't done it yet. So, but I've got some uh, stuff in the grow box. We'll show you some stuff that he doesn't know about. Some cuts that I didn't tell him I got. That I know he wouldn't be able to get. Thanks to all you guys here, uh, that's for sure. You know, this community that's definitely helped out. So, you know, but he's helped me out a lot. I mean, uh, my first grow was, was this year. Um, started back for Christmas. You know, I got a bunch of stuff for Christmas presents. You know, got a new tent. Got a two by four tent. Got the light. Got everything else, and got gallstones. Got put in the hospital for two weeks. My father-in-law was taking care of my clones, which was awesome. And so, yeah, that's how my first girl started. Right off, you know, come home and was able to at least start off, you know, on bed rest. You know, taking care of some plants. So, you know, it's so like I, got, you know, put push back a little bit, but it all it all turned out pretty good. It was. uh, it was some sort of cookie strain. Um, I can tell you it, according to my wife, it smelled like absolute fucking shit. Um, real garlicky, real, I mean, it smelled bad, but it was, it was good. I loved it. It was good shit. And, uh, and, uh, but yeah, it was like real garlicky, I think. I, I want to, he just said it was some sort of cookie strain. I want, it was probably like a garlic cookie or something, or, you know, just something. And that It was definitely that flavor. Pepper. Garlic and you smoked. If I smoked, if I took a couple good big bong rips out of it, my mouth would almost go numb from the uh, from from like that uh, real spicy, real spicy flavor. So I like that. I I did. It was the effect was perfect. Um, You know, it uh, it uh, you know my reason for smoking. You know, recreationally, of course. But uh, the other reason is um, my mid twenties. I uh, I put my back out. And uh, what I found out then was that wasn't the time I put my back out. That was the time that I had to go see the doctor about putting my back out because it wouldn't go back in. I've got uh, basically my whole lower back is gone. Uh, I've got like maybe one, one and a half discs in there. Pretty much everything else is degenerated, just squished out, pretty much gone. Um, But for some reason, I'm not going to lie, i um, it's been about six, seven years since I had an MRI, and the last doctor said, "I don't know how you're walking." Um, it's like I don't know. I just got a high tolerance of pain, I guess. And uh, you know, but you know, with all that said, you know, you started getting on. You know, here's some, you know, see, flavor of the month back then was Vicodin. You know, so I was taking, you know, five, six, seven thousand milligram Vicodin a day, and all that was doing was just numbing the pain. It wasn't taking care of anything, you know. Well, my mom had back pain too. Hey, you know, she had back problems too. And you know, we got you know, I got more going into it, more looking into it. It was degenerative disc disease. You know, in my twenties, uh, S1 to L, what's that? Was that the first one there? Was gone. Back to you know, in my mid twenties. And and I I haven't had no car accidents or anything. This is just. But I will say this: I was in my twenties. I was almost four hundred pounds. So when you met me, I wasn't 400 pounds when you met me. So I was a big, fat dude. So big, fat dude. So that was really what was screwing my back up. So, you know, and it got to, you know, back in my thirties, you know, it got to the point where some days I couldn't move, couldn't get out of bed. I'd get spasms in my back that take me down to my knees, you know, so I started smoking more cannabis when I had access to it, I'd have it, you know, it would, um, it would definitely take away the pain. It it definitely got me through the day, you know, because I was, you know, I was 30 years old. I was going to a back specialist. I was going to all these doctors and stuff and I was getting cortisone injections in the back and those worked great. You know, they worked for six months, you know, but still not really the best thing to happen. You know, you didn't, you know, sometimes it, you know, they'd nick the nerve or something and you leave in more pain than you came in there with. But, you know, at the end of the day, you go home, smoke a couple joints, relax, a few hours later, pain go away, you'd be good for three, four months, you know, it just killed all the nerves, you know, but after years of that, that just got old, you know, and it got to where, you know, with all the laws and everything changing with the uh, narcotics and stuff, it's just like, oh, your back hurts. Well, here's 10 Vicodin, they're 300 milligram, hope that works for you. That's all you can get for the next month. You know, so it's like, well, you had to find something else. You know, I mean, I, I guess you can look at it that way. I had a doctor that wasn't just pushing pills on me, you know, maybe it was because he was a family friend as well, you know, and I had my mom at the same time, you know, so she was kind of kicking me in the ass and she was the one that kind of said, hey, you know, why don't you go smoke a joint? You know, it works for my back pain too. So, you know, so we got into that and everything and, you know, it just kind of went from there. So, you know, now the back, now you know, I had uh, me and the wife, what, going on going three years now so five years ago I um, couldn't get out of bed uh, legs were numb you know it wasn't that uh you know the back was out back went out just it just goes when I was going in and out that time I was pushing four I was pushing 392 395 pounds the highest weight I'd ever been in my entire life I was in my mid-30s and uh you know and the funny thing was I was a healthy fat dude cholesterol fine I wasn't on insulin I never you know I'd quit drinking soda years before that um mine was really I think it was a lot of it was a good 10-15 solid years of drinking a couple of cases a day you know, you know every other day you know go to the bar after work every day drink until close every day you know I never really ate a lot I ate bad food I mean I ate takeout every day and everything like that you know I'd eat stuff like that I'd overeat you know but as far as having like other health problems other than, be, other than being fat, like I didn't have diabetes, didn't have any of that. You know, the doctor basically said, you're a healthy fat dude, but at the end of the day, being fat's gonna kill you. You know, and it's, it's, uh, it's destroying your body, it's destroying your back, you can't move around. So one day woke up, couldn't move. You know, I had to help, get the wife help me, you know, get me up, get me going. You know, it took a good half hour, 45 minutes just to get out of bed. You know, so once I got going, you know, got to the doctor, we got looking, started talking about them, you know, got on some medicine to start losing some weight, you know, and I dropped probably 50 pounds in six months, you know, and started feeling a little bit better, you know, but still it's like, everyone's like, well, diet and exercise, diet and exercise. It's easy to say when you're, you know, I mean, when you're like your size, you or even my size now, you know, you know, but when you're 400 pounds, exercise is getting up and doing things throughout the day just to survive and then getting back home for work from work that's exercise. That was all, that was all, that was all I could do through the day. So <laughs> got talking to some friends and, uh, come to find out my sister had weight loss surgery. Didn't really tell anybody. She didn't really want anybody to know. Uh, so I got talking to her about it and, um, when had that done, me and the wife had it done. And, uh, I dropped, that was three years ago now. And, uh, Yeah, three years ago, and uh, I started that one at about about 350, 355, and I'm down to two, I float between 225 and 235 now, so I was in a size 50 pants, and I'm in a size 35 now, four or five X large shirts, extra large shirts now, large shirts, tall, so I'm smaller than I am now that I was in high school. In high school, I graduated, I was like 275, you know, wasn't a football player either. I was just a big fat dude. You know, my mom was a good cook. You know, I came from a farmer's family. You know, you showed up to grandma's. You know, you want some? You want some lunch? Sure. It wasn't just a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I mean, it was a. You know, here's a sandwich. Here's the side. Here's some tea. Here's this. Here's we got. We got cookies or pie for dessert. I mean, that was my family. I mean, that's how that's how you grew up. Right? It was a farmer's family. You know, we ate good meat potatoes. That's how you ate. You know, and it just over the years it just did it to me so you know but now I'm back you know I'm you know i looked at it as a reset and stuff but it came as a price I think um and it's something that I'm hoping maybe people will reach out to me afterwards if they've had what I had done is I had the gastric uh, sleeve done where they go in and take your stomach and now mine's the size of a banana basically so I can still eat pretty much anything I want I just can only eat very little amounts of it um I can. I got about a, about eight ounces, basically. Anything more than that, and it just it'll come back up. So, you know, if I eat too much, bread sucks. Can't eat a lot of bread anymore because it expands. So, um, some stuff I had to give up. Uh, I gave up alcohol. Um, alcohol's funny. Because like, right now, what happens is, I, uh, by taking by doing that with my stomach, what the part of the stomach that they cut out of you. Is the part that has all of the receptors for telling you that you're hungry and you're full. It has a lot of the receptors that has a lot of the extra enzymes in it that breaks down all the food and helps you metabolize food. And so what happens is when you drink, you get ripped. Like you drink like a half a beer, I'm a cheap date. Half hour later, I'm stone sober take a couple more, I drink another half a beer. 45 minutes, an hour later, I'm stone sober again. All right, that's a waste of fucking time drinking warm beer, all right? So, smoke pot, smoke pot, all fucking day. So, we just gave up alcohol. I'll have a shot here and there every now and again, I have a beer every now and again with my dad or, or something, you know, it's no big deal, you know, but to drink like I used to, thats it's a waste of time. as well. It's a waste of time and money, really, is what it is. You know, I mean, when I was drinking, you know, I got to where, I wasn't drinking, you know, I was drinking like uh, Guinness. I was drinking Killian. I was drinking those hard, heavy lagers, those reds, those dark ales. That's what I was drinking. When I say I was drinking, you know, you know, a 12 pack, you know, drinking 15, 16 beers, drinking four or five pitchers at the bar. I wasn't drinking Bush Light, Coors Light, Bud Light. I was drinking Guinness, Killian, those heavy lagers. So, you know, it's, it's, it's what I really enjoyed drinking. And then, uh, you know, so when I quit drinking, okay, I quit drinking, not a big deal. You know, so I just started smoking more, big deal. But what I found out with this, with this uh, surgery was it fucked up my tolerance. It fucked up my metabolism. Um, let's see here. Um, like smoking, I can smoke a ton now and it just... I don't seem to have a ceiling anymore. And I think that's really why um, looking for something. I'm just keep looking and looking. And, and it seemed like that gas strain, a couple of gas strains I've had have been the ones that helped me reach that ceiling faster or reach that faster. So, you know, that, or I'll be honest, maybe I'm just not growing good pot. I am not going to lie. It's my first couple of grows might not have been the best shit. You know, I'll go to the Dispo, pick a couple of pre-rolls up. Uh, my parents live up up and ever you know so i hit the local one up there you know and just just a little different flavor you know while we're up there you know so you get some of those you know higher thc ones you know some of the plus 20s and stuff and yeah they do it a little they, they do it pretty well you know but you get some mid 15s to do it as well too so i had an oreo cookie here the other day that i picked up there, like a, a two pack for 10 bucks a guy you know, for a first timer there and a two half grammars for 10 bucks like eh, 10 bucks i take two free rolls and uh you know, was like 15%. Real good, though. I liked it. And, uh, you know, and yeah, it did the trick, you know. Knocked me out for a few hours. You know? So, you know, that's, that was kind of, you know, it was, it was a good, it was a good uh, bedtime. You know, you know, didn't want the soaring, but just wanted something that just, you know, after about a half hour, 45 minutes, it's just like, okay, I'm going to go lay down and just went to sleep. You know, and it didn't take, you know, four or five bowls or four or five joints to do that. You know, that, that's what I'm looking for. If that's a problem I'm having. Edibles are a problem now, too. Like I told you before, my first experience. Yeah, I don't think that'd be a problem right now. So, you know, um, prime example, you probably had a couple of Spartan cookies before, right?
0: Yes, sir. All right. They're pretty good. So, yeah.
1: So, this summer, you know, I meet up with those guys. You'll meet all the guys. Great group of guys, man. Those guys are great. You know, no show. That's how I met all you guys. You know, Spartan, Abolished, Red. I'm probably leaving a few out. Terra, you know all those guys who did that float down down there. You know, so you know, got into a few of those Spartan cookies and stuff. You know, so about a week later, going down to my buddy's house. You know, we set him up growing, and uh, we're bullshitting about it and stuff. And he goes, "Well, how many?" Of you know, and it's like hey, man, I was like fucking ripped when I fucking left, man. I drove all the way home from Ann Arbor, man. I just like, that was fuck. You know, I got home. It's just like, cool. I'm home. And uh, you know, and uh, he's like well 'Well, what'd you eat?' It's like, oh, I had like two of those Spartan cookies, had a couple of the abolished chirp teas, you know, smoked a couple joints, uh, maybe had three Spartan cookies. I don't know. And uh, you know, well, what are the Spartan cookies? I don't know. He tells me, like, one, 150. He goes, you can do math, can't you?' <laughs> it's like, yeah, so I was probably around, you know, I think Abolish said those chirp teas were the around 75 100 he thought so somewhere around the six five four five hundred range that we you know that day and uh feeling pretty good that day you know I'm not gonna lie you know woke up the next day feeling pretty good you know wasn't really droggy or anything I mean, that was fucking ripped that day ain't gonna lie about that you know and uh and stuff but it just seems that you know that's that's pretty high amount of fucking edibles and uh, any more, you know, we'll go in and uh, I picked up some. Uh, I got some sitting here, some straight uh, lunch. You had some of this stuff yet? Oh, that's good stuff. Actually, yeah, it's, shit good, it's here. good. Yeah, so yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I'll eat one of those. Now, I'll have to eat both of those. Before I end. I'm not going to say it's, just, if I eat one, I'm not going to say I don't. You know, it doesn't affect me. It probably does. You know, but if you want that body feeling that you get from an edible, it'll take both of those. So, you know, we got some gummies, you know, the wife, but my wife, exact opposite. I'll make edibles here. I'll eat like five or six of my you know, my cookies, about the same size as spark Spartan cookie, you know, so we're talking you know, about that big. You know, I'll eat five of those, four or five of those throughout the day, you know, and I'll never actually get a buzz, you know, but I'll get a, uh, you know, nothing will hurt, you know. My well, wife eats half of one of those. Half hour later, I'm going to bed. Yep. And that's it. You know, I tell her, well, you know, just you know, as you eat more, your goals should go up. Hers has never went up. She's just a serious lightweight. Always has been. And you know, sort of the surgery you for know. her kind of went like the opposite direction. You know, because prior to I'm surgery, wanna... I'd eat those edibles that like my father-in-law would make, and one of those would like do me in. But now I'd eat the same thing, and I'd have to eat two or three of
0: them. Well, there's variables there, I think, too. Oh, yeah, there's definitely some. uh, uh, You know, uh, for one thing, though, I don't know. I'd have to wonder if there were still some pharmaceuticals on the other end before pre-surgery that kind of aided, you know, a little bit on that side to where you felt it a little bit better. I've got, wow. well, this is the, the theory I have on edibles, because some people say they don't feel them or they don't work as well on me or whatever. And, you know, I just think that, uh, you know, as you ingest them, your body's actually dictating what, what road, what chain, the, 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 what next phase of the molecule you'll actually, your body's going to have. Say, if you've got an incredible amount of pain, I think as it passes through your system, your brain's automatically, says, you know, I need a different molecule of THC to go to the pain aspect of the body versus being turned into something else like a Delta nine to where it's more psychoactive in your mind. I think your body automatically goes, okay, I need this much for pain. And then if there's anything left, then you can feel the effects. But I think your your body dictates that as you, you know, take it in. So that could be one reason why right there, the same cookies on you with somebody with a lot of back pain, uh, you know, doesn't affect you nearly as much to where when your wife, who obviously probably doesn't have a bad back, you know, the half a cookie is like it all goes psychoactive, you know. It's
1: true, all fucking true i mean yeah because so. i mean let's let let's be perfectly honest here too i mean um it could come out the same way you can look at it like uh like a tolerance, like a pain tolerance. you know like, like i told you guys you know basically from my s1 to my l5 um pretty much all my vert all my discs in there are pretty well shot squished out and everything like that but i'm not sitting here in pain and when i say my back hurts it's uh, it's a dull, like a knife pain, you know, like a, like it's just really, really stiff and I want to stretch it out and everything is what it is. You know, and sometimes it'll like kind of radiate down my leg a little bit here and there. Um, but when you go to the doctor and they say, you know, rate that pain and stuff, I put that at a probably about like a one or a two because I deal with it every day. Every single day, that's what my pain is. Now... Could that be this if you already say take that pain and put it in another person who's never felt the amount of pain that I've been feeling now for the last 20 years every day and grown accustomed to? What kind of debilitating feeling would they be in right off the bat? Would they be the same way I was 20 years ago, or would it be something that they could take? I don't know, you know. So, and maybe it's the same way, like you said. You know with the edibles and stuff where it's taking so much to just take that pain away to where my brain says hey that just doesn't even hurt anymore you know that like you said well there's nothing left but you know what i did my job you don't hurt anymore you can do what you need to do
0: everybody's happy so i would have to wonder how many nerve endings that you've actually you know you must have just <laughs> have a few strong ones kicking that's why you know what i mean it's there but it's not as intense i think it's you know you've just killed a lot of a lot of nerve endings in in each one of them spots that's why it's it's there but not necessarily it's probably a shatter it sucks man back pain is terrible to deal with and it's one of them things like you said you you don't know man you just can wake up with that shit just Mm -hmm. fucking out of nowhere next night you know going to bed feel just fine fucking sleep wrong in a slump Oh yeah, loved one, put a fucking knee just there, lay lay down you a little bit, you know. Oh fuck, I'm crippled today, damn me! I I talk to the doctor and it's just like he's, I'm like,
1: you know, we're trying to figure out what I did, and he's, I'm like, well, doc, I don't even know what I did. I don't remember doing anything, and he goes, he goes, people have thrown their back out taking a shit on the toilet. All right, he he goes, he goes, it just happened. He goes, he goes, it's, there's no, he goes, and chances are you can't say when you did it. He goes, the problem is, he goes, it just, it's just, it's usually an accumulation over time and then it just finally breaks. So unless it's like a, a catastrophic event, like a car accident or a fall or something like that, he says, it's just the way it is. You know, but like I said, I was in my, you know, or late twenties, early thirties, you're going to all these specialists and stuff. And luckily I had, all of them were looking at me like, nah, I'm not operating on you. And, uh, and it's like, well, you know, is there anything? It's like, no, dude, you can walk and you know, you're not shitting or pissing yourself, you know, and you can still get around. He said, because you're 30. He said the minute anybody goes in there and does anything it's going downhill from there. Period. End of discussion. And if you find a doctor that wants to cut you open, I suggest you run because you're too young. He said, unless you're debilitating in a wheelchair, you can't move. He goes, there's no reason for someone your age. And, you know, at the time I was 300 plus, you know, I was, I, I'd always floated between three, three hundred, 350 for most of my life, most of my life. And then I just started creeping up and, uh, And then, uh, you know, like he said, you got to lose weight. He said, you lose weight, that's going to fix so much. He said, because even if I went in and did surgery, if you don't lose weight, it's not going to fix the problem. And it's not going to make recovery any easier. So it was always, I had to get the weight off first. Had to get the weight off first. So, but now the weight's off, the back hurts less. That's for sure. I get around a lot more. Um, You know, we started kayaking. We started biking. I mean, that's kind of seeing back there. So, you know, we kayak, we bike, we walk. You know, we do a whole bunch of shit now. So a lot of shit that I couldn't do as a fat guy. That's for sure. So, I mean, I went to Cedar Point one year. Couldn't sit in anything. Other than walk around. Yeah. Sober. Well, all your friends wrote everything. Because they thought it was funny.
0: No, that's not. Well, we I, had a good time. I'm it. super stoked to hear that uh you know, you've been able to you know beat these obstacles because they are obstacles, brother man. I have had friends and family that have been down that by Voicu road, and I tell you what, the recipe of pharmaceuticals. And I, you know, what I'm even more thankful for that you know, you said it was a friend, but it, I'm glad to hear. That you had a doc, somebody, a friend, doctor, whatever, that slowed the process. Oh, a doctor. Man, Vicodin and alcohol, it was a fucking terrible recipe, you know. Effort. Like you said, it's a cover. That's all it does, man. It's It just masks that area. It makes you think you're all right when reality is you're doing more damage to yourself, not only to that location, but uh, your liver, You know, you have to intake more and more and more. That shit's terrible on your liver. And then you have the pain of the fucking... And this is the the trap here, is, you know, you you feel like some days, like, you're, okay, yeah, I'm doing good. uh, It's consecutive good days, and then you decide not to take your medicine. And then you have the medicine pain that you... I think sometimes you mistake for the injury pain or, you know just having a bad day so what do you do you take more medicine oh pain's gone i must not be ready to get off it so you continue the cycle of not thinking or you're you know putting the pain from the getting off the medicine because the medicine causes a lot of pain in itself and it just it's it's a terrible trap man you know i'm stoked i i think pulling a lot of that out had a lot of key to your success as well you know so i'm Hats off to you, brother, for being able to get that weeded out of your life, man, for real.
1: Well, and then one of the other things, too, was, um, you know, like I said, growing up, my mom was always on them because of her back. I mean, she worked, you know, she took a back injury at work. She worked for the state. She worked for the state home. And, uh, you know, she got damn, you know, took a holding chair to the back and broke her back, you know, you know, and that's back in the 80s, you know, so, you know, that, that's what the options were, you know, so. You know, but I mean, it's lucky enough, my mom was smart enough to know what she was taking and know that, yeah, I, I know it's easy enough to abuse and I don't want to do that. She didn't like taking them. I didn't like taking them. I didn't like the way I felt taking them. I was an asshole. You know, I don't know if you've noticed that about it. I mean, it's just, it just like, if, even though you didn't hurt, you were still that, you know, when you're in pain. You get angry, you get frustrated, and you get mad. It's just the way it is. I mean, if anybody says they're not, they're full of shit. I'm sorry. You know, that part of it seemed to never go away. You know, you were still that, even though the pain was gone, you were still an asshole. So I just didn't like taking them. You know, and the doctor would bounce you around because you know you get you know, you take like well, it in for six, seven months a year, and it's like, well, this isn't you know, doc, we're up to 12, 1,500 milligrams. This isn't working. I'm not taking this much, we gotta try something else. Let's just switch it up. You know, Oxycontin came out, took that once, took that back to the doctor. But don't ever fucking prescribe that to me again. I don't even know what the fuck's in that. I don't want to feel like that ever again. Never. And it was just uh, back to Vicodin and then, and then smoking dope. Yeah, so, I mean, that, that is one thing I can say is that I never, I never enjoyed taking pain pills. I took them because I had to. I didn't like the effects they gave me. I didn't like how I felt taking them. I didn't like that. So, you know, so I was doing everything I could do
0: to get off of them for sure. So as as far as current pain management, have you ever tried uh, like uh, the full spectrum capsules or anything like that? Basically they are, so. You state um, tomato, I say tomato, whatever you know.
1: What I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, I've tried a little bit here and there. Um, my uh, my father in law, um, he makes it, um, and then uh, he'll put it in like uh, some sal- some salves, and uh, some rubs, and uh, I use that. And uh, actually, picked some stuff up here from the. Uh, that was the last time I went. I picked up some uh, some uh, medicated salve, like some of. The, 750 milligram THC 200 CBD, and uh, that stuff works fucking great. Put it on a couple minutes later, starts getting a little tingly. About 10, 15, 20 minutes later, pain's gone. So, wife uses it for her carpal tunnel and stuff. So, you know, good sized jar lasts, oh, how long? Last two last month. Well, when we meet up in Clyde, whatever the last Clyde cup was, that's September. I do, yeah, so I just went through a jar then using it just about every other day every day between two people. So it's so got a little stronger stuff this time just to, just because it works a little better for me works good for her. you know so stuff like that works good. Um, you know the, the, the topicals do work well um, you know as far as the RSO and stuff it just not that I haven't tried it, I've tried it and used it and don't mind it. Um, I just don't have a lot of access to it. so you know but you know we'll see. I'll start growing
0: if more yeah that's one of those things as you're a grower though you will have uh <laughs> like trim and stuff like that apparently have uh, extras that you could uh, make your own that's for sure oh yeah definitely. one of the beauties of growing your own for sure for sure I mean that's
1: that's kind of what it is it's just like
0: you know it's like
1: you got great big aspirations of everything you want to do and then reality set in. it's like okay we'll just start out here and we'll go so I think uh We'll just go with, uh, let's let's get through a few grows and get some good hog growing first. And then, then we'll worry about making it into something.
0: Luckily, you've already fell into a good community with lots of advice and, uh, you know, lots of ways that, that uh, can help you do things with them after, you know, oh, yeah. overages, if you will. I mean, uh, as far as pain, you got the skill bowl, and, you know, skill he's got the the tincture rollers there that are nope. that work very well for pain and you've got a lot of other friends that make hashes and you know oils and all kinds of stuff so you know as you progress you know it, we're communities right there to help you you know make oils and tinctures and all that other stuff so but well, ha- definitely
1: in the ashes is probably going to be the next venture that's the easiest one. It's easy. It's easiest and cheapest,
0: for sure. So, I love my bubble hash too, man.
1: I, I like your that's bubble stuff. hash too, man. I like your bubble hash too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was some good shit. Uh, I'm <laughs> so. glad you enjoyed, man. I'm glad you enjoyed. It's that time yeah. again. I can't. Yeah, think so, but man, it's like you said. That's a very easy process too, man. And, and it, out of your, out of your uh, pretty much waste. I mean, when you bring you, you're either gonna you know make hopefully make butter out of it or whatever. Oh, butter. I watched a lot of growers throwing that shit away. I'd start collecting shake before I was even you know, necessarily even growing. I was making cash. Going, you know, you're stupid. What <laughs> are you guys throwing this stuff away for? You know what I mean? This is can uh, make cash. So, yeah,
1: yeah, uh, you got to turn it into something. So, yeah, I got one of those magic butter machines. So, you know, currently that's what it's going for. So, I just made up a couple pounds so, of butter.
0: Uh, so. You have made, uh, like uh, gummies and stuff is What I've heard, that's that's what I heard, right?
1: Yeah, I made I made some gummies. I made uh this uh, I made butter the first time with the machine. Made a bunch of cookies and stuff. Everybody liked those. And uh, this next time through, I made coconut oil because it's like I figured, well, I want to make some gummies. want to, you know, maybe make some, uh, you know, make some salve with it, you know, some rub with it and stuff. And uh, so we made some gummies. Wife does not like the taste of coconut oil. So, no? No, nah, not really. So, you know, I don't mind it. I put, I, put like a, I put almost a tablespoon of my coffee every morning. So I don't mind that. And uh, you know, but she she just can't get past the the taste of it. So, so which was fine. I didn't have that much of it. So you know, hey, you know, we went back to making butter. I made two pounds of butter this you know over the weekend. So we're back to that. You know, father-in-law gave me a, a mason jar. That was, he he took all of his sugar leaf and everything and shoved it in his food processor and ground it up into powder. And it's like, okay, all right. He goes, Can you turn this into butter? It's like. I think so. yeah we'll try it. yeah it works. So it just um, it's I, if you if you have a magic butter machine and you do that, don't put it in your magic butter machine because you get really really grainy butter because it's only a 190 micron bag so everything goes through. So might be a little more potent. Thank you. Not gonna worry about that. I mean, it's super green butter, man. It it, it it's green this time.
0: That's so, without a without a doubt gonna be. That's gonna be close to your. Uh, <laughs> that's gonna be close to your first brownie experience. I would think, gonna,
1: Well, they're yeah. not. You know, I mean, the wife likes them. You know, she, they're good for her. She eats she, about half a cookie, and she's good. You know, the dosage is good for her, and uh, I. You know, she ate one of the. Uh, gummies tonight and they're 25 milligrams a piece of four pieces for 100 and uh, she says well they're a little bit stronger than the cookie it's like okay so I'm good with that so I think that's pretty good I I'm the only one that eats a bunch of them during the day every person I give them to one and
0: they're usually good so I
1: haven't had anybody complain about them
0: yeah I like my edibles too I definitely like my edibles. I wish I could eat them more. I did eat them more, but I do. I like
1: them. I I did do, I I do remember the story of you talking about the first time you made cookies, though. I did the same thing, not realizing it either. You know, you start eating that cookie dough. Then you pull that first tray out and you're like, wow, these smell like, oh, fuck. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it can happen in fact i suggest uh it, next time you make some cookies you know uh put a nice mix in there because you can get the like little mint chips so you know go like a 50 oh, yeah. 50 chocolate and have, you know mint and them things will taste like uh the thin mint cookies the girl scout Ken thin mint cookies that that was that that was the, <laughs> air, the part of the air right <laughs> Yeah. You know, that there's something about the, the between chocolate and that mint. mass that cannabis taste 100%. And it's like, oh, man. I'm, yeah. There, oh, yeah and with
1: Christmas coming yeah. around, you can get all that mint right now, those peppermint candy canes and all that stuff. I'm going to have to get some of that, get some dark chocolate. Because I just buy, like, the pre-bag mix of cookie dough stuff that you just have to add an egg and butter and water and call it. I don't make them. I don't make that shit from scratch anymore. So
0: I'll leave that for my oh, mom. even it even the premix, you can still like chuck oh, in okay. a little bit of extra mint chips. Oh yeah, or whatever you know. Be, yeah, I made some but, oatmeal cookies, and oh. some
1: butterscotch chips because I love those. I made some. Uh, made some rice crispy treats the first time I made butter, and uh, took those up to my mom because uh, you know I, I grow for my mom. That's really it's me and my mom. So I got to get her a card yet, yeah, but you know I'd I, I go for her too. So you know, I don't see any reason. I've pinched enough out of her sacks that I probably owe her way more than I'll grow between now and the time that she's gone. So we'll call it fair at that point. Well, I took her up a good sized tray of uh, Rice Krispie treats and she was happy for those for the weekend. So she was able to, you know, she had a hard time sleeping with her back and everything for as much as hers is out and all her other health problems. That she was able to uh, actually get a good solid five six hours of sleep, so, so I left her with some butter, and she made her own brownie, her own stuff, and yeah, she, she got a lesson too.
0: <laughs> this time of year, too, the another thing I like to make, and it kind of it's that fudge, God, medicated fudge is so good. So, you buy just buy those like little, you know, $5 kits from uh, Walmart or wherever, you know what I mean? Just throw your medicated butter in there with uh, the fudge, and there you Uh, go. You've got pretty much what you're buying there.
1: I'll I'll give you my mom's recipe for fudge. It's super simple, it's three ingredients butter, sugar, and cocoa. That's it pound of medicated butter, a pound of, I think it's like a cup of, like two or three cups of sugar, and then uh, the uh, cocoa. You just bring that up, boil it to a sheen, put it in a tray, and it's hard fudge. Not this soft fudge, it's hard fudge. Yeah. (laughs) We would have Christmas, and we would do like the uh, white uh, elephant auctions. My mom would bring a. 10 of that and we would donate the money to like the local charities or something like that that 10 would get 50 60 bucks out of our family and arguments over who gets it it's that good and the worst thing this is the worst thing guys if it doesn't set up you have ice cream topping you just put on your vanilla ice cream
0: well, I, 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 uh, either way I, you know, I hard or soft fludge, either one I prefer, but it's so good, so good. Oh, it is! I and love it. Medica- it it's one take of those things though. It's I, I like to make it all. In my, all my stuff strong too. All my edibles are like super strong. They're like by take it your own risk, basically. But I like my but chocolates like that, man, they're, they're easy to get in deep with, man. Uh, That's
1: crazy. like a one by one chunk.
0: So good,
2: though.
0: Them guys uh, have a great sense of humor over there at the Detroit Fudge P- <laughs> Packing Fun Company there. I forget one time, man, they posted something. And they, they took it all a good stride, too. I think it was, oh, I can't remember. They had something wrong with their shipping or their were boxes, and I made a joke to them, you know, pretty much, you know, you're going to be packing fudge over time or whatever. And they responded, you know, ha, 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 you know, basically. They thought it was funny, but uh, they had good sense of humor over there. People they had strike fudge Company. Good stuff, man. I buy some every good. time I couldn't find it.
1: it oh, yeah, that, that's, have you had their candy bars?
0: No, I have not had the candy bars.
1: Yeah, I guess those are good too. We have the fudge. If you guys haven't had the fudge and you've had Mackinac Island fudge, that's exactly what it tastes like. It's just like Mackinac Island fudge.
0: When it comes to the candy bars, uh, the ones I like are the Midnight Roots uh, bars. Man, they make some good chocolate. The Midnight Roots uh, people. You ever see them at an event or whatever? You can buy. They buy the. You can get. There's a couple products you can get from them, and they're the uh, like a pre rolled canagair, or you can buy like a hollow shell, you know, of the wrap that you can stuff your own gar or they got the chocolates. But man, they have. That's that's one thing that they uh, really take serious is the, their, that chocolate. You know, I interviewed him that. one time, and <clears throat> I was like, man. I had I was like, come on, will you give me, like, a coffee chocolate bar or something? You know what I mean? I would be totally down for that. And he's like, man, it's been on the board for quite a while. So, you may see wow. that at some point. A chocolate and coffee go hand in just a I'll have to, I uh,
1: left- I think that one I went to had, have those. I'll be honest, I might do some Black Friday shopping. The uh, one uh, shop here in town is like 50% off all glass.
0: Yeah, that's what I've heard too. They have wild bills. Yeah, so it's
1: like, hmm, might have to go check it out and uh, pick up something. Might get a ring. Or something. So, uh,
0: I need to... Uh, I would replace the one I had, too. It was nice. Probably, probably, or Friday would probably be the day to do it, too. We'll see. We'll see. That's worth thinking. Yeah. <clears throat> so, something
1: like that or Ho- something. Hopefully you yeah. do. Yeah, just something. Man. Or a Nectar Clucker or something. Or, but I know they... Uh, and all that and all a lot of the, a lot of the dispos are having some Black Friday sales.
0: It seems a little <laughs> weird, doesn't it? It
1: fucking does, don't it? It's like to you get your Black Friday shopping yeah. done? Oh yeah, yeah, we're good, we're good.
0: <laughs> Could you imagine that? Like back in the day, from your guy. <laughs> just calling everybody just want to let you know Friday I'm in a good mood everything's going to be half off if you want to stop by (laughs) little thank you for you know your business for around the year (laughs) yeah no shit
1: (coughs) yeah Yeah, so I might take a run over there and check those out so they had um yeah, I pick up a pick up something. I might have to get some concentrates, ain't I? I think they had some.
0: Did you? Uh, How did you like the? Did you smoke the Ferguroli's, uh stuff you had there? That uh, lime yeah. skunk.
1: Yeah, I, I just topped a bunch. I just I just topped a bunch of bowls with it, and yeah, it was. I, yeah, that flavor profile profile lime I do like. Like the citrusy, I do like the lime, and uh, but yeah, that lime skunk man, that was. That Was tasty and that, that that was good stuff right there. But then I was just topping a bowl, I can't was, imagine doing a straight dab on it. So
0: that was a fucking awesome day. That was oh, a lovely well, awesome day, man. For Hank, yeah,
1: that was great. You know, met Chicha there, so that was cool. So uh, uh,
0: that you it's guys, Nugs, Modern Genetics, heck, there was a ton of us together, Nutrient Shootouts, oh, yeah. Naughty Nicky. Uh, who else we had there, man? So uh, many people. It was a well-needed big break. We yeah, had a Far- uh,
1: farmer there. Uh, shit, what was the name of uh,
0: him? and his boy. Rascal Farmer. Rascal, yeah, Rascal farmer, farmer and his son. Yeah, smiley. Awesome. Man, I not forget Smiley. And uh, who else was Kristen there? Chris and Andrea. bad uh, bunny. Yep, yep. CJ oh, Apple yeah. was there, I believe, later at some point in the day. Or was he uh, Red Eye first was there right the day before.
1: I think they were the day before. No, Red Eye was there after I no, he got there when I was there before I left. So Yeah, that was a long ride home. Man, trip. I
0: needed that break. That was a that was a much well needed COVID break right there. Yeah, it was it was. Yeah, that, that was a good day.
1: That was a good day was a good day
0: so was, how, so was that was like one of your first events wasn't it
1: yeah the very first event you know it was an uh, event venting where it's like telling the wife like yeah we gotta get your cards you can go to these two these are kind of cool you know he, even if you don't just stay there and hang out with everybody but just checking out all the vendors and stuff you know that's what i told her you know i said it's just i don't know i like those swap meet types of shit always have you know, so I like going around and checking everybody's stuff out, see what they got, you know, and, you know, and just seeing what's, what's out there, you know, maybe, you know, you might show up there and, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure the guy that showed up there the first time with some sort of uh rosin stuff, everybody was like, what's that? You know, so, you know, you know you're going to show up to one of those and someone's going to have the first of something there. You're going to have something that you haven't seen before or thought of before. That you might look at it and go, hey, yeah, that's a good idea. I might try that. You know, or you know, tacos anything that
0: day. Medicine oh, okay. tackles. I had never had them until that day.
1: <laughs> I just can't get over the then at I, all. we
0: were we were butted up against uh double D Double D organics there, and they would do edibles and uh incredible edibles i know they also do they work with high times for like some of these uh you uh pay i think it's i don't know about but you go and you pay for the dinner there and every course of the dinner
1: the you know,
0: appetizer yeah well it's edible or uh it has cannabis yeah. in it, every bit phase of it then you can hang out after the dinner and like smoke and mingle and stuff but uh, they they help out there and the amazing meals. They had medicated meatballs and stuff yeah. like that. we yeah. oh, yeah. it smelled so good every time she opened up that thing. It was like wafting over at oh, us. I know. I was, was I was me all day.
1: starving. I was starving. <laughs> and it's like I'm gonna go over there and smile. like, don't eat the meatballs. Don't eat the meatballs. They're awesome, but don't eat them. <laughs> Everything's medicated. Yeah. I'm just that, that was a problem. He got there and that was a I, there wasn't any food that wasn't medicated and that kind of was the problem
0: oh let me tell you about uh, this is funny i went to one cup and it was uh, a everything was on the outside of the track there at clio uh, probably haven't been to hopefully maybe you've been to auto city or whatever. But they had yeah. everything set up around the outside of the track, all the vendors like you've seen in Kyle there. And then in the center of the track there was Edible Village. And so, yeah, every like everywhere you wandered in Edible Village that day, they were like, hey, you want some samples, samples, samples? And, man, I wandered through there one day. That day, and got all fucked up, man. I ate every sample that came my way. And then there was shit that I was like, man, that was good. You know what I mean? I got to go back and get some of that shit. And wandered around Edible Village for, like, it felt like three hours trying to find that in particular vendor. <laughs> Never could find him. Never found him. Never found him. Went back day two step into fucking Edible Village, it was like, oh, right there. I'm sober now. I didn't
1: <laughs>
0: First thing I, I ate, that's why I fucking find them. <laughs> yeah, I think it was, I was just that stone from, you know, eating edibles, eating edibles, eating edibles. I just kind of got so high where it just got kind of circusy. You know what I mean? Everything oh, yeah. looked the same. Everybody was kind of, oh, oh, kind of walking around like, yeah, okay. Yep,
1: yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, no've I've been there before but I haven't been there for any, uh, any of the events or anything so, I just got my card I don't know why it took so long to get it I just got it so, and it was it was really funny because we got up to the event up there and uh, I pull in see Chicha pull in so I meet up with her and uh, before all you guys got there and uh, we go to go in the tent her card's expired by like a month. (laughs) Like, well, doctor's inside. Like, all right. So I'm telling her about this crazy fucking doctor that I went to, you know, and how mine mine went and everything and everything like that. And she's like, okay. We walk in, I'm like, that's the dude. Have fun. (laughs) And uh, and, uh, she's just, she she got all done. and, And she goes, you're right. He's different. <laughs> so, but yeah, it was, it, was, it was funny. I just hung out in the store. I got, I got the one, I got the fan that I needed for my box, which was really the main one of the reasons I went. So, it was one of the reasons I told my wife I'm like, I got like a 50% off of you, honey. I'm saving money.
0: So. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. You're saving money. I've never thought about it like using that excuse to go get some smoke and shit. Gotta go get some. We're actually saving money. Think about it that way. We could double up.
1: I brought her back a brownie, and I brought her back some, you know, some some medicated rub for her and stuff. She was happy.
0: Things have came such a long way from, and seemingly, you know, it seems like it's a blink of an eye since I don't know. Time's been going by pretty fast lately, but man. I remember the first time I went to the dispensary and actually like swiped a card, swiped a card for cannabis. That shit blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. I thought I honestly thought the credit card company was going to report me. I was going to be busted like within a week. I, I was like so nervous <laughs> that first flight. Yeah, yeah, that uh,
1: definitely something. Well, and I know my first trip in it was just like. You know, you, you, you walk in and just, you know, you're kind of looking around and, you know, you they, they open up the door and it's kind of like opening up the door to shang- Shangri-La basically nowadays. At least the one that I, the first one I went to. And, uh, you know, you, you're just kind of looking around and just like, wow, holy shit. <laughs> you know, and then uh, you know, that was just, the, that was just a little one in Everett, you know, and then you go down to, like I went to uh, New Standard for Redworks. And uh, you go in there and it's just like, it's like a boutique shop set up. You know, it's super cool. You know, everything's set up down the middle. You know, you can see everything. It's, you know, it's super clean. It's super modern. You know, it, it's just like, I guess from, like you said, you're, from where you went from probably, you know, when you started going to the Dispo back 10 years ago to where they're at now, it, it's, it's, you can definitely tell they're catering to a different crowd. That's for sure. they're not afraid to spend a little bit of money on the show aspect of things to make it look
0: the part I haven't been in uh, like say the west coast uh, dispos I've seen them like on you know specials and stuff like that (coughs) And I don't don't think I want to be there in cannabis it looks too high tech for me I've seen it where like where you walk in and you just walk around with, like, a fob, basically. And, you know, it's it's almost like museum pieces. They got, like, little sections. Well, Here's a, your canvas and a jar with all your exactly what it was. stats. And you go, doop, I'll take five grams of that. <laughs> and you just kind of walk around. Ooh, doop, <laughs> two of those. And, you know, you just kind of go around and. That's that's a weird experience for me. I don't know. I don't. But
1: the funny thing is, you're not too far off from, from the actual experience at, uh, at, 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 at at let's say New Standard. You know, I'm not gonna say they're all this way, but you know, they have like a little iPad thing, and you walk around the store, everything's in front of you. You know, and she just stood there, and you know, she she you know, she would talk to you about it, tell you everything about it. You know, you'd be able to look at, it, you couldn't smell it. You know, but you'd go look at it and everything and then you know that what you want? She'd punch in your order and then she's okay. If you're all done, she'd send it up to the counter and then go up there, pick it up, and leave. So right. you know, I, I guess it's I guess it's just a uh, you know it's a point of sale, you know, just how the thing works. And I guess uh, iPads are cheap and
0: you know So really- did the iPad talk to you or did it just take the order? <clears throat> no, it was a lady holding the iPad. It wasn't
1: it a wasn't, uh, self-serve kiosk yet. I got to imagine those are probably out there, though, somewhere. I'm just cleaning my pipe, guys. So,
0: uh, I, you know, I can't help but wonder, well, there's going to come a point where you're just going to have an app on your fucking phone for your favorite dispo. dispo. Yeah, you know, there it ain't app. even going to be that. Well, no, no, no. Basically, uh, for well, the store that, you know, where yeah. you so yeah. you, instead of the iPad, you walk around with your phone. And then I think as you walk by and, you know, you scan that strain, it'll pop up on your phone and, it, like, any questions. Instead of that girl, it'll just okay. be an interactive video. You know what I mean? Okay. This strain's no for, you know. you know, And then any questions you have, you'll just be like, oh, Turk profile. And then they, she'll be like, this one is, you know. And I think that's almost where I would rather – See that something like that because you could pack more information into than you know, every oh. terpenoid, you know, everything. But the only thing I do not like about that is, uh, you exactly what you said, you don't get to smell the cannabis. And for me, that's what you know, one of the biggest factors in your body choosing the right strain. Oh, yeah. you know, and it sometimes it you know it isn't even the gases or something you know there's many strains that I've just because I like, I do like the gases I do like the pines but there's some that you just put your nose on that jar and you're like wow that's different and I want to try that you know what I mean okay. and it's very rarely my nose have let me down on something that uh, I've really enjoyed but going by numbers or you know just you know, what's being told to me? I've been let down many a times, Walked out, you know, oh, this isn't necessarily what I thought I'd enjoy. But my nose has never let me down. I've always left with a good choice by nosing them jars. And it's sad that we can't do that these days. I wish we could come yeah. up with something that uh, I don't
1: know. I don't know. Hopefully things will change. So I know, uh, yeah, the strain I had to do that was a wedding cake. Wedding cake was definitely one that uh, I I will say was the first strain that I could smell and taste both on the inhale and the exhale, and it tasted like angel food cake. I mean, it tasted exactly like the name. I mean, it was just like, it was the first time of, you know, because it's like, you always hear everybody saying it, and you're like, Yeah, okay, you know, you can smell it, and you get a little bit of it here, you know, maybe a hint of it, but never like that full flavor. And then you just hit that and you're like, Well, shit. Here, honey, try it. Here, you're not gonna believe this. You know, and then you know, you have to pass it to somebody else who's never had it before, and they're like, Wow, that's fucking strange. <sighs> you know, and that's what it is. It tasted, smelt like, tasted like everything, just like white food cake, white cake. Well, you know, that is said, that was one there that definitely smelling it, I wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been my first pick. I'll be honest, I went on it because, hey, it's wedding cake and it's a big thing around, so it's like, hey, we'll try it. If it's any good, we'll see what we can do after the fact, you know. So, and uh, they had it at the time, so I just picked it up. Special it or something like that. I think it was like thirty-five for an eighth or something like that. I didn't pay very much for it, so it was reasonable.
0: So uh, you told us what you had available. I don't think you ever told us what you were actually smoking. Are you smoking the the Ryan Herrera or no? This one. Well? Now it's a uh, white walker push.
1: Um, What's white walker like? It's It's just like all of them. Just earth. <laughs> smells odd. Uh, it's, it's a little fruity smell. Probably not going to see it. I didn't trim this. I'm not going to get that right now. But it's got a little bit of a uh, citrus on the smell, but not on the taste that I can taste anyways. So, so, But it's got a – all of these are pretty – they're kind of relaxing, but they're not – they're get shit done. So unless you just sit here and smoke a ton of it. But, you you know, if I sat here and, you know, smoked two, three bowls, I go do stuff, go get some stuff done on done the yard, ER, get some stuff done out here in the garage and cleaning and everything. Um, go to work, you know, without a problem. You know, clear-headed, that's for sure. I do like that. So afterwards, you know, coming down here, you're pretty still left, uh, you're, not, you're not in a fog or anything, you're still clear-headed. So I like that during the day, for sure. So, I mean, working a, work a shop around dangerous equipment, so don't need to be foggy-headed.
0: so what they, what are you growing in uh what is your current growth style current growth style is
1: uh, evolving daily <laughs> so now we are doing a um, right now I'm currently I got two different setups going uh, in my flower room I've got a uh, frugal system going the I got two in there. We'll open up the box and give you guys a show in a minute. Uh, two going in five gallon bags of uh, Coca Loco in a tray. Uh, water only, basically, worm castings, um, some Bad Bunny. That's really about it for those. Uh, what's in there are two of the longest auto flowers that I've had. I'm on day. 135, I think, since seed. So, you know, a few weeks. And uh, one's probably finished, we'll take a look. Uh, it's amnesia haze is what it is. So I uh, knocked out a good chunk, through it in my herbs now a couple weeks ago. It was all right, you know, but uh, even then it was still tossing white hair, still making orange hair, still putting on weight, you know, still was a little cloudy you know it's been probably two three weeks now it's almost doubled still throwing white hairs still putting on weight still cloudy i'm assuming that's the haze part of the strain being a sativa leaner like basically it's just going to go as long as i want it to go because the other seed i have i have two in there same thing i got it from a buddy of mine and uh it went into flower about three weeks ago. So I'm not so sure. And it's about a foot tall or you you've seen the pictures online. Um, and I'm not so sure if I'm ready to go another six weeks to wait for this auto to finish. Um, I guess I have the privilege of smoking some of the stuff now after I pull this down, I'll probably pull it down this weekend. And if it's any good, I'll let it finish. If it's not, I think I'm just going to cut my losses, reset, and uh, in my veg area, I've got uh, I got a dozen clones in there that I can uh, throw right into flower. I've got some Death Star in there. I've got some uh, Jack Herrera in there, and I've got some Alaskan Purple in there. So Death Star is courtesy you know, of gotta... Thank you very much for. I that.
0: never really can. The Death Star is good stuff, very good stuff.
1: I like Death Star. <sighs> it's been a long time since I've had it, and I got it from the dispo. And it's like, yeah, this. I mean, it it ticked all the fucking boxes, all the fucking boxes. And, uh, and I was just on the search to find it, and then I found out it was clone only, and I'm like, Fuck. and then I uh, you know, met you guys, met Red, got talking to him, asked him, and he was kind enough to give me a cut. That appreciate That's a great dude. So, haven't flowered it out yet, so still waiting on that. So, that's these ever non-autoing autos.
0: You know, well, you know, I was thinking about it as you were speaking about them, and, you know, it kind of, I was actually going the other way as you were talking about it, and because any other time, if you were going to go a photo period, like on a haze or something like that, you'd be vested in much longer of the time. You know what I mean? So with an autoflower, you still can actually get that you know high sativa that everybody likes but doesn't have the patience to grow. Even though you're looking at it right now going, this thing's taking forever. You haven't went... Photo period, sativa, where you know you're actually locked up in flower <laughs> for twelve plus weeks, going motherfucker, this thing's killing me. So to like, I hear you saying one hundred and some days for a good sativa, I'm thinking fuck that's shit. That ain't too bad. Well, i you know like, what I mean? Yeah,
1: definitely on the auto side. Yeah, I mean, gets you know we'll open up the box here in a sec. So might have to fire the phone up and go that route in there. So. Um, I think, uh, for the Wawa Canada girls was asking about the death star. No, that's, um, that's the actual Ohio cut. So well, that is the Ohio cut. So, but yeah, the, uh, but I like it. I mean, it's the, uh, the haze, I mean, it's the structure on it looks good. The, uh, the colas on it are all of, I mean, you'll see, I mean, they're, they're all a foot long, you know. Barely get your hand around them solid. So they're foxtailed, but I think that's maybe that's just the way it is. Might just be my light. Might just be the way I grew. I don't know. So it all looks good. So, so uh, if I can take a look here, so I'm going to fire my phone up. So might have to let me in on that. Be sure. here and pull it be around uh,
0: Yeah, I agree. Sixty four hanging out. Happy, happy Thanksgiving, everybody! Hope you're enjoying the show. Well, I know you're enjoying the show,
2: absolutely.
0: So, guys, I was actually thinking about opening the right ra- the the Thanksgiving rabbit hole up to like an unlimited today tonight to where. You guys could just kind of jump in and out and run things today at some periods. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Why we've got 64 in chat? You guys up for a 24 hour Thanksgiving? At some point today, I was thinking to myself, I haven't seen you pop up. Uh, I was thinking, man, I'm going to start cooking anyway, man. And I'm going to probably
2: fucking.
0: I Why not out. just leave it running? Leave it running and checking in and out on everybody as we can uh, fucking smoke all day with each other. Like a big family gathering, big cannabis family gathering. What do you guys think? Sounds like a plan to me. Ah, Ted, so far isn't liking it. All right, now he
1: should be able to look in. Oh, oh no, there you go.
0: You know what? I, another uh, part of your journey that I've liked is uh, the meeting uh a lady in your life that with a father that grows. Cause on the other end of it, I'm the I'm the father that grows. <laughs> but it's funny how I can go from I like that sticker. How it goes from defensive mode to you wanna see some good canvas <laughs> All right.
2: All right. all right. All right. Can you hear
1: me? All right. Yeah, I can hear you. All right. So
0: yeah, this is this one. That's good.
1: good. size. And then that's the other problem. I can't take my light any higher. I've already burnt the shit out of it. I'm standing on a stool. So that plant is...
0: You may have to turn that mic off. There we go.
1: Yeah, this, this auto is...
0: Taller one is probably six feet tall. Pretty good. Good looking girls. Is that the Mars light there that we're looking yeah. at?
1: Yeah, that's
0: the uh, SP250. Heard good things about that light.
1: I I love it. It is kind of. Uh, That's on the side. So I have
0: a heated garage now. Man, we got to get you some new slaps. We need to get you that new show slap and, of course, Smiley's slap to throw on that door.
1: might have joined these a little bit more. So, but yeah, this is the sort of setup right now. So the idea is to have like seedlings up here. I'll move this light up top and then I'm, I want to get like a I'll get a bigger light for the 4x4 four four side and move the Mars light in here to badge under Is the plan? You're on mute. You.
0: I like it. I like it. Uh that's what I did when I, as I was, you know, learning to grow. It's just repurposed and move things around. I'm still moving things around, repurposing my older lights. Creating new spaces. <laughs> that's one thing as you grow, you'll learn to you clean out a spot and be like, Oh, I got beds there. Clean out yeah, another
1: wife just told me it was stinking up the house
0: so I get that occasionally too, it's like oh I better swap out the filter, time for a new filter
1: <laughs> so oh. so but no the uh, so got- the girl's going to progress, so I've been um, working with Smiley a lot here the last month or so, a couple of months, we've been chit-chatting back and forth with the organics, and uh, everything in the veg is second round reamended soil from my very first run of Roots Organic. So he helped me uh, with the soil reamendment on it, and then um, I had a little bit left over. Busted out of some leftover pots that I had and uh, just added some worm castings this time around and uh, mix that up and then uh, put them all in those one gallons in there. And then um, the plan is, and this is where it's probably where I'm a little fluid right now, is depending on how good this stuff is that's in the flower box right now is really gonna depend on where I go. If it ain't that great, I'm gonna probably throw nine of those over there in a sea of green do a quick flip, get me some good pot. Then I'm gonna go into 430 gallons
0: using the Horizons. Excellent. How do you like the uh, the Horizons?
1: Uh, we haven't tried it yet. So I'm still working, I'm you know, still doing the research on it, figuring out where I'm gonna get everything. Um, I've got most of it sourced already. Uh, I'm gonna get a lot of it up by my parents. My parents live up on the Muskegon River, so I want to get a lot of the supplies that I need for wildcraft from up there, and uh, get some stuff up there. Um, I live right next to a river down here too, so I can get some stuff around here. Uh, you know, so, so that, that's what it's gonna be. I mean, it's uh, I got probably about a month, month and a half, I figure, if uh, depending how either way things go, but how I want to do it. So.
0: Uh, I just, I just want to clear this up real quick. It seems like <laughs> there's still. Uh, Fresh grow says, "What, uh, what strain won me the cannabis cup? I've never entered a cannabis cup. I've judged a few cannabis cups. I've never entered a cannabis cup. So if you have maybe ta- heard me talk about my part on any cannabis cup, it would be judging, not entering. So sorry about any confusion if you thought I entered." Anyway, uh, sometimes it's easier just to talk than it is try to chat, you know, type while you're <laughs> got the show going. Yeah, it's definitely easier, but yeah, that'd be, that'd be the case.
1: Well, no, I did the um, I did that soil academy thing that uh, Layton and those guys had a couple over the weekend a couple weeks ago, and uh, that was good, that was really cool. I mean. Brains was melted for sure. The uh, organics takeover info that you know you've been working with Smiley with and everything, and he's been doing has been great. You know, learning all that stuff there. The guys that you have on, you know, Coots on last night. I mean, they're fun. I followed up after Coots. I mean, I'm working the guy asked for. It. <laughs> so, you know, so yeah, you know, I'm working with you know, because even the Horizon layer, you still have to have that. That I don't say super soil but you still have to have that good soil that you're working with you know so it's just working on you know coming up with that um i'm actually gonna look at doing a couple things a little different that way too um uh, i'm uh, gonna try and get away from even using peat moss gonna try a couple of them using pit moss that paper recycled product and i'm uh, gonna try that out and uh you know but I, I got some time to do some research to make sure I'm going into this you know with the best options that I got you know so and just you know and just keep using the soil that I have here you know I, I still got I think uh I got like a 25 gallon tote of used soil here that I that's been reamended amended that I plan on using mixing in with all of that so you know I'm just not throwing anything out so you know it's just I'll be honest I you know the organics wasn't so much me being you know, I'm not the type that, you know, I don't shop organic. I don't do that. I don't really do that. Um, at the end of the day, I'm lazy, and I needed something simple. Uh, I started out with Roots Organics. It was like three bottles. Stuff smelled like shit. Uh, it was a mess. I mean, this stuff's really thick. I mean, it's not like it's not like, uh, probably what you're using or, you know, if you're mixing... Mixing up powdered newts, you know, for like a res or something like that. It's a little bit different. This stuff here was like sludge. I mean, it was thick. I mean, just what it was. And then, um, you know, it was just like, that just took too much fucking time. I mean, I'm just, I'll be honest. I mean, it's just, I, I don't have time for that. I'm busy. You know, I, need, I needed something that I knew going into this, it was going to require some time and some effort and stuff I had to do. I got that but I also work a full-time job. I'm up at, you know, I get up with you guys wake and bake at 4.20 every morning. I get home at six o'clock at night. You know, I'm, I'm pulling 12, 14 hours of real life. Come home, spend a little bit with the wife and then come out here, work out here for a couple hours, wash, rinse, repeat. I couldn't get into a system of like drain to waste. I couldn't get into any type of hydro system where I was spending hours out here working and it's a small enough grow that yeah maybe it wouldn't have been that long I mean granted it's a four by four you're going to have four or five plants in there it might not have been too much but at the end of the day I was still mixing bottles I didn't want to mix bottles I didn't want to mix anything It just I mean it's, I don't mind doing the powdered newts and stuff it's just a some worm a handful of worm castings here now you know it just it's much easier and it's more laid back And it just gives you more time to focus on the plant itself and enjoying the garden than sitting over here being a mad chemist. I'm not a mad chemist. I don't need to do that.
0: I just want to tell you real quick that uh, thank you for having that 420 Wake and Bake with us every morning. That's a pretty awesome program. Thank you. Uh, Oh, yeah. I
1: might not hop in chat. I mean, I'm not a big chat guy. I mean, it's, I, you know, when I first started out, I got a, uh, uh, I have the attention span of a squirrel. So, you know, and then, you know, talking on here, or you know, I'm getting ready in the morning. So really, I just got you playing. Usually I got my headphones on or something. I'm walking around the house getting a cup of coffee or stuff. I just don't look at the chat. So for me to pop in, I usually pop in, I'll say good morning, say hi, stuff like that. Shout out a couple of people, wave. You know, but to follow the conversations that go on in the chats and any of the shows on YouTube or anything like that, yeah, I don't do a lot of that. I might follow it for a few minutes, but some of those shows, you're watching that thing and it's like a ticker tape. You know, I don't know how some of you guys even do it. I mean, it's I know it's said a lot, but yeah, it's just no.
0: So do you like uh tell me are you a dry trimmer or are you a wet trimmer? I
1: got herbs now dryer. I like smoking pot after four days.
0: But So how do you uh, like it? I'd I i like I, to hear the people's response. So far I love it. Good or bad. You know,
1: I, I, I do like it. So, you know, but I'm i be I mean, honest, I've had when I'm pulling out of my tent short of my outdoor, which didn't go horrible, but it wasn't you know, I didn't have a lot out there. I had one I had a couple plants outside and and uh, a lot of the clones that you see, or a lot of the, the plants that are in my veg were actually the Jack Herrera's and the Alaskan purples were seeds that I gave a buddy of mine. Um, and uh, he, he, he wanted to grow some plants and it's like, well, here, just grow these outside. And uh, so they got up in the middle of the summer. He's like, you want some clones, man? Let's come cut, cut, some clones. So we cut a, so we cut four clones, two of each. I grew, I just left those outside. Well, you know, Sun went down. They started going into pre-flower and everything, so I had to, you know, re-veg them and uh, cut my clones. Everything's good there. Cut those out. So, what was the question?
0: It was about trimming, but you pretty Ah, uh, trimming, yeah. Through.
1: So, like I said, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm only on my third grow. So my first grow, I dry I, uh, dry trim. So, and I definitely like the the... The dry sift hatch from that, so that's a bonus there. I do love that. So, um, got the you got the herbs down drier the next time around. So, I did that one. Uh, just trimmed everything up as good as I thought it was supposed to be. Definitely wasn't good enough. Um, you know, and, uh, this last time here when I cut some out of here, I trimmed that up. So I do like it. I definitely, I definitely like it. It's not. It's something that I've learned that you definitely want to pack it full. So, cause like this last one here, uh, like I said, I only cut out like, you know, four or five of those colas, not four or five, um, probably like two of those colas. So by the time I've, you know, trimmed them all up, put them in the tray, it maybe only filled up like half of the tray. So after, you know, I'm supposed to run like 96 hours after like three days instead of four. So I had like 24, 20, 24 hours left. It was actually finished, but so finished up a little quicker. So that was a little drier in my house. I mean, I was inside. Um, you know, that's been
0: my my experience. Right about that with here in Michigan as well. The only uh, the only difference that I do with mine that maybe a lot of people don't do. Actually, I actually from day one i've I've never used my machine like most do, and I've told him that uh, was uh, as it gets dry. That first time it gets crispy. You know what I mean? That you first can yeah. notice it's a little bit crunchy. I will shut it down and let it kind of fucking uh, wick back out almost. Almost like start that cure. You know what I mean? To basically what you in a jar, how okay. that first day it wicks out a little bit. I do it with the machine. I let it shut down and uh, wick out a little bit till it's slightly moist again. And then I'll fire it back up. And uh, by that time, man, it's like a full turn. Lock up that jar, ready, and it's it's good. It, it if you ever needed to, you know, slow it down, you always have that moisture shot, or you could drop a shot glass in the center of it, or you know what I found uh, works even better is uh, just to add a little bit of the trim on the top layer, you know, or maybe just some old some uh, leaves from itself, some natural moisture to kind of slow things down. Up top, I found there's a better way to put more a little extra moisture in there on drier nights, drier days. Okay, but I love that me that my herbs now machine, and even better yet, I was late. I was like, I don't know where I fell in on using that thing for this, but uh, I use it for my hash now too. Uh, That last run, I used it for the hash, and I loved it. I actually was gonna do a side by side but the herbs now machine was kicking so much ass on the drying side. I ended up dumping everything into the machine and finishing it off that way. It works was such a great cure for that. And, uh, yeah, but good machine for sure. And I like to hear unbiased opinions too.
1: Yeah, no, I love it. So it's, it's you know, it's a, it's a matter of getting used to using it, I think for sure. I mean, I lent it to a buddy of mine. Um, he, uh, you know, I had a lot, a lot of first-time growers this year, so that I knew, you know, a buddy of mine, I got a, a Crescendo clone for me and him, we both grew one outdoors, you know, we did, uh, you know, threw him in like a 15-gallon pot outside, you know, here's a tray, and just water it all the day, and, uh, you know, he had no way of drying it, you know, it was, this was his only option, that, or he was going to wet trim it, throw it in jars, and I knew he wasn't going to burp them, you know, so I took it down to him, and, you know, and Said, this is how you do it. And he loves it. You know, he loved it too. And it's like, he said, where can I buy one? It's like, yeah, about that.
0: Give me mine back. You're coming back. Oh, that's what I
1: told him. I said, you're, you're just going to have to wait. I said, I said, he had a, he said, just, there's going to be a little bit. I said, before you can get one. I said, so by the time you get ready for your next run, then uh, I said, you should be able to
0: get one by then. So, bigger unit, 2.0. So, cool.
1: No, I, I like mine. So it's, you know, so I'm not gonna say I'm gonna use it all the time, you know, because I haven't figured out which way I like more. You know, I think a lot of it is trying to uh, figure out what to do with the product. What what am I gonna do with the trim? Like, I guess at the end of the day, I guess it's gonna dictate right now how I'm gonna do it. You know, like, like what would like for me right now, not having anything you know, not have any bags or anything like that, it'd probably be better to hang it than to dry trim it. And I don't have a lot, I got, I got just that one plant and it wasn't a lot, that looked like it was gonna be pretty easy to trim at the end of the day. So a few fan leaves. So it's pretty much all bud. So it shouldn't be too bad. Um You know, so I'll probably, I'll probably just hang that. But I like the option of, I can cut a couple off, you know, fill up a tray in the dryer, have something, try it, and then hang dry it. Or I can, do a side-by-side. Side. You know, maybe something you throw in the dryer doesn't cure up as well as if you hang dry it. You know, I don't know. You know, maybe, maybe I'll have a strain like that. Maybe I'll have a strain that if I hang dry it, it's just, it just tastes that little bit better. So maybe that's what I do. I got a two-by-four tent that I'm going to, um, that I started growing in that I'm going to move out here, and uh, that'll be my dry tent. So because right now my garage, with everything running stays about sixty sixty all day. Perfect. So perfect. Perfect. So well that'll work good. So and then uh, you know and who knows a light might end up in the tent. I just don't have an extra light right now. So be dry in the dark. Okay. Stranger things have happened I've come home with I've come home with stranger things from the store so.
0: <laughs> you sucker for the sales it sounds like too man I you slap us. I cannot walk by a clearance section I'm serious I am sucked in like a fucking magnet that's picking up a car. Like, <laughs> I gotta at least look I gotta at least look you never know what you I might, might not have- need shit. How many times you bought something that you just kind of went, that's too good of a deal and haven't used for like six months or something like that. Oh, yeah. I find myself like tense that a winner. God damn, that's a good deal on tent. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got all kinds of shit
1: like that. So,
0: but it, was, it was just today.
1: Uh, Wife's got like 20 blow-ups outside for Christmas. and uh, She's like, I need some tent steaks. All right. Well, I wasn't going to Meyer, Walmart, or anything like that for tent stakes. I was not dealing with those people the day before Thanksgiving. Fuck that. Harbor Freight. There we go. I Ain't been into Harbor Freight in forever. Hour later. Where are you at? Harbor Freight. How long you been there? I don't know. Oh. Smoke joint before I came in. I don't know. Been probably an hour. Got your tent stakes. Remember yeah. those?
0: <laughs> They've got a little bit of everything in the freight there. That's
1: oh yeah, it's, it's it's been probably it was like six months since I've been in there. So they yeah, had a whole new set of tools, whole new stuff. You know, I was looking for shit. i I got a, uh, I got my uh, uh, infrared thermometer, temperature gun now. Had those on sale. You know, it's it's shit like that that I buy. You know, it's like. Oh, yeah, I've been wanting one of those. Well, Christmas, you know, that's my problem right now. I'm probably a little, it sounds a little bit like you. If I need it, I just go fucking buy it. All right? Don't worry about buying it for me or something like that. You know, But like the wife, what do you want for Christmas? Well, I don't know. I'll, I'll just go buy it and you can put your name on it. Don't worry. So,
0: oh, not- <laughs> yeah, I... That sounds... Way too familiar. Way too familiar. My kids hate that about me. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that about me. My, my
1: dad was the same way. What was it? One year, me and my sisters all because I got two sisters, and we banded together. I think we were all working, so we were buying them. Uh, my dad does woodworking stuff, so I think we were buying them like a router or something like that. You know, it was a couple hundred bucks. Like a week before Christmas. Oh,
0: check this out, man. This one on sale. I just got this. Yeah. <laughs> He's got two Home now. Home Depots. Oh, uh, they I hate. I, I'm a contractor, you know, so this time of year, you know, Home Depot beats me Oh all, man. This is uh, the tool sales, man. The gadgets all come out right now. And it's oh, yeah, well, so tough every morning to walk by all those. Deals, the bits, <laughs> the nice little bit, accessory drill kits and all that shit. Oh, man. Two for one tapes. Yep.
1: <laughs> but uh, I had to go get a couple two by fours because my veg door, uh, it's a sheet of plywood and it was straight. I painted it with kilts and it turned into a C. So got a new sheet of plywood. Had to get a couple more two by fours. I'm gonna frame it out before I paint it this time. And uh, so yeah, I'm walking around Home Depot for you know half hour, forty five minutes this morning too. Check out their clearance section. Check out all their stuff that they got. You know, oh look, freezers. Hmm. Might need a freezer. You know, it's shit like that. It's, you know, and if I came home with like a small chest freezer for like eighty bucks. My wife would probably be mad, but it wouldn't surprise her. That's the catch. She'd be like, yeah, of course you bought it. Why wouldn't you? (laughs) But in in my defense, my wife does the exact same thing. My wife's into crafts and the cricket and all of that shit. You know, so she's got all of her stuff. She's got probably more into that than I've got into my girl. So I don't
0: feel too bad about it. Oh, crafts can be expensive. Crafts can be expensive. Well, she's on her my bed. Match, uh,
1: match. she does a little bit of that. Um but she makes like ornaments and I mean one year she paid for a Christmas doing the shit. I don't work in like a workhorse, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice. i come home from work it's like what are you doing because she was she was working too you know so it's like what are you doing well, i gotta go make some i gotta go make all these christmas stuff okay all right cool you know eat some dinner five thirty six o'clock she go in her craft room ten o'clock she come out all right go to bed seven days a week for like a month I made like a made made like $1, 12 1500 bucks. I mean, it was great, you know, but it's like the next Christmas come up. I'm like, so making crafts. Nope. Fuck that. And, and it wasn't so much to work. Cause she really enjoys doing it. It's, it's, I'm going to make you like right here. I got a coffee cup. All right. Just a cheap little $10 Ozark thing, stainless tumbler thing. She'll make these, she'll put a little t- tumbler thing on. I mean, uh, can queen does them too and she probably has the same fucking problem that my wife's having you know i got 10 bucks into the cup i got a couple bucks into the vinyl i got my time into it i'm gonna charge you 15 dollars for this all right will you take will you take 14 no you're gonna pay 15 all right or you're just not gonna fucking have it well you deal with enough of those people it's like i'm just not gonna make a cup anymore you want something, call me, then I'll make it for you, but I want half the money up front.
0: So, you
1: know, so she just doesn't make a lot of them anymore. She just doesn't buy orders,
0: so. For me, you know, when I got, you know, cause even though I do construction, man, and I love to build furniture, that's where i that's where my deepest love is. Furniture, curio cabinets, tables, anything that you know really challenged my intellect i made these things for a while right here there's uh card holders i made them from like every type of uh wood you could oh, okay. get basically yeah those are cool. you know there's my old business card right there as a matter of fact fucking uh Definitely. and uh <laughs> yeah fucking so I made tons of crafts, but what I found out would be uh, I hated making a 100 of them, basically. You know what I yeah. mean? One or two were cool, and it was fun to do that project, but once you get into making like 50 of them, it's like, oh, this ain't fun anymore. I'm ready for a new project. <laughs> oh. Beautiful. Is it coming through? Yeah, yeah, barely. It's got a little bit of a sheen to it. There you go.
1: It's a uh, a black walnut. It's uh, the kitchen table my dad's making for us. So they uh, went down to my uncle's down in Indiana and chopped down five black walnut trees, and that's the wood from it. They chopped them down last year. My dad dried it. It's got a live edge going down the side. It's like four foot by ten. Four by 10 feet. So I just got to make a frame for it, draw underneath. So I'm going to make a, uh, I'm going to fab up a, a steel frame and then have it powder coated black. And then that'll be our kitchen table. Then I'll make a couple benches out of the black walnut. So
0: That's what my dad does. Black so. walnuts fun to work with. Mm-hmm. It's toxic debris. To that dust is terrible. Terrible.
1: Yeah, he likes it. So he likes doing that. I mean it's he goes down to the garage, my mom goes out in her little shed, she makes quilts and they stay apart and they don't kill each other. So it works out for us. You know. right right. They've been together for 40 years, so you know they're that old couple.
0: Wow, that's impressive. That's Actually, really no, impressive. longer than forty.
1: Longer than forty. They've been together over forty five years. Yeah, 45 years oh yeah not gonna say they're all easy so that's for sure but most of them almost all of them how,
0: could, how could you not have 45 years and not have a couple of bad days <laughs> maybe it's, maybe it's how it is impossible So is on the is that where you kayak up there in the Muskegon River? I'm guessing. Yep.
1: Yeah, we go down that river. Um, you know, we live over here. We got the uh, where I live, We got Black River over here. Um, we wanna. We wanted this summer. Uh, the whole like, the whole plan was last year. My dad got a 21 uh, foot pop up for 60 bucks at an auction. Just needs new canvas. So I'm going to get a new canvas this this fall, or this winter, and uh, put that on there. But the plan was to do it last fall, and then this summer go to the UP and do pictured rocks and all of that up there. But with all the shit going on, it's just like, no, not doing that. So we just do a lot around here. Um, Her parents do it. We got a couple places. You know, We go over to Holloway Reservoir, go over there and um, uh, do that over there. We'll do up uh, up at my parents' place. We went from uh, Everett all the way down to Hersey and uh, you know, a good, you know, six hour run there. Um, we'll probably do turn up rock and stuff, but no, we, I uh, felt like kind of one of those, you know, like, you know, you know, your wife, you know, your girl or something like that. She says, hey, I want to try that. And you're like, okay, all right. This is going to cost me a couple hundred bucks all right. Well, I can probably get rid of them too, so I shouldn't lose too much money on this. She loves it though, so it wasn't even a waste of money. Actually, she she's always yelling at me, "Hey, let's go, let's go, let's go. It's nice out. Let's go. Okay, let's go, let's go." So, so she really enjoyed it. It really surprised the living shit out of me that she would enjoy it. To be honest with you, so so um, I actually have three. Those I bought those off of uh, Facebook off a of guy for. 300 bucks, but those are 12 footers. And then she's got a little 10 footer that she likes. But those will work better when we want, we're going to go do like turn up rock and you want to go out in Lake Michigan or something like that, or we go out over here, you know, you you go out in the lake, it's uh, I live in Port Huron. So, um, you know, I can go right out to the lake. I can go right out down the river, underneath the bridge and everything if I want. You know, you want to be in a little bigger kayak than the one you pick up at
0: Walmart, so. You know, I, there's so much water around me, I don't... It's just a wonder that I haven't taken it out. So many rivers and lakes. You know, probably great oh, exercise. I could see just, you know, that's all you need, some pre-rolls and a kayak and make a day out of it right there.
1: Edibles, man. <laughs> that
0: is, yeah, that's, that's a perfect place better. for
1: edibles. Well, yeah, it is. Yeah. It, it, it is so relaxing. It is just so relaxing. You know, because you, you just... You know, like when we go up to my parents, you know, nice thing about that up there is we can put right in at my parents' house. We'll put in there. And I just call the old man when we get out. You just pick one of the mile roads to get out at, you know, and you either go for, you know, usually about every half hour you come to a place you can get out at if you want. So, you know, so you just decide where you want to get out. You call him. It might take him 20 minutes to get to you. You know, but you just come and get them, you know, or he can drive you upstream and, uh, they, they put you in at, um, uh, they're off of 66 and 10 and, uh, they put, put you in up there and it's like two hours down to my parents' house if you just want to do that one. So, you know, know that's stuff we want to do. You know, we wanted to get up to the Asabo and stuff and, you know, we had a lot of plans this year, but COVID kind of put a kibosh in a few of that. And, and it wasn't really so much of, the whole COVID thing is um, when I got back to work I, I was only off work for like six weeks my wife's never been off work she's just been working from home since March and probably not going back into work um, but she goes back she goes in like once a week prints off stuff and does a few things here and there she's in HR um, and then um, they um, you know with me I went back to work in May I was off for like six weeks which was nice. I was able to hang out in the garden and get all that done. It was fucking great. You know, the plants look great. I was actually, I actually finished up my college. I actually went back to college. I got my associate's degree at 43. So it was kind of like a bucket list thing. So, you know, granted I wouldn't, you know, wouldn't got a degree in something I've been doing for like the last 20 years. It'd be like you going to get a, you know, a certification in construction work. Yeah. You're just just a formality at the end of the day, and here's the money you need. So, you know, so I went and did that. You know, so that was cool to do all that, and then went back to work. And I was back to work like maybe two, three weeks, we or forty hours a week. But since then, it's been sixty hours a week. You know, we've been just busy as shit. So, you know, I haven't really had much of a break or anything. So, you know, but all in all, I mean, it's. For the year itself, at the end of the day, I mean, I haven't visited my parents much, um, and that's mainly my, my mom's one of those really high risk people, so she's got enough health problems, you know, doesn't need me up there every other weekend, so she's got enough people going up going up north and stuff, hanging out and everything, so you know, so we got we get up there probably once every other month now, instead of every couple of weeks. You know, Thanksgiving, my uh, sister and all of them came in from out of state. So we just kind of, uh, the grandkids were in. So it's like, hey, you know, why don't you hang out with the grandkids? You ain't got to entertain me. I'll come up in a couple of weeks. You know, I'll have some stuff for you. So you know, my uh, sister's husband's a corrections officer, you know, police officer, works for a hospital and stuff. He's there, uh, security detail and stuff, you know. Can't really smoke around him. He kind of frowns upon him. So I don't care, but, you know, just being polite. You know, I'm not that kind of an asshole with the kids and everything and stuff so you know just just better off just you know, you know we'll, we'll just hang out here and stuff and you know you hang out with the grandkids you ain't see them in 6-8 months and you're not going to see them again for till spring so you know spend 3-4 days with them and enjoy your time with them so, so that's what we're doing and everything but <clears throat> so, you know, it's been a good year you know I was an introvert to start with so you know spending more time inside didn't really bother me
0: Yeah, I think that's went for a lot of growers in general anyway. If you've been growing for some time, you're pretty used to staying to yourself a little bit and being home all the time. So that wasn't much of a change yeah, I mean myself either. It, like we'd go
1: out on the weekend, you know, maybe, you know, you'd go see families who you went and seeing. You know, that was it, you know, uh, you know got, uh, you know, we got three sets of parents, hers are divorced, so you got her, her dad, her mom, and my parents, so, you know, we round robbing them throughout a the month, you know, if you went one weekend, you are gone, you know, every other weekend to one of them, you know, and then the stuff that you got going on, so.
0: Checking out chat there a little bit. Hey, Wanting G- and dab 20. here twenty. Well, you
1: know what? Maybe yeah, yeah, we yeah we better give him a song.
0: I haven't heard yet. You guys want a dab? I'll give you a dab, I guess. I'll hook up the speaker. Usually doesn't don't have it ready because usually we don't dish it out this early. <laughs> but it is Thanksgiving, so I guess. Yeah.
1: All right. Right there, we go. That's yeah, so for uh, as yeah, so we're doing Thanksgiving, but it's just me and the wife, so she went and got everything. We got a turkey, we got turkey breast, we got the mashed potatoes, you know, so, so, this is the fun. So, think about it, guys. You have two people, the only people here in the house. I got a little tiny chihuahua dog that tomorrow will probably be the only day that dog really likes me. A you lot know, have food all day. And we're both, you know, basically uh, you know, had bariatric surgery, so we eat very little. So yeah, Thanksgiving sucked. You know, that's the other part too that I hated about it. So, you know, because I love to cook. I think that's why I'm gonna get into doing some more of these edibles, and then cooking that stuff.
0: It definitely would take some getting used to, that's for sure, on uh, my end. Oh, it did, too, yeah. Uh, so, is it better for, I mean, it could almost be a better thing. I th- would almost assume, as far as, like, people like myself that are, like, borderline diabetic, that, uh, you know, it's better to eat, in my case, you know, smaller portions, which I don't, Oh, I like these mercy in the background there. Fucking uh <laughs> to eat smaller amounts throughout the day to keep my sugar level, you know what I mean? Versus, you know, like I would normally yeah. do now. One big meal.
1: Yeah, no, definitely picking throughout the day.
0: The um well, I'll let the song go. Oh, you can talk over it. They can hear. It. They they know what's going on. It's time to dab. We can still talk, to you know?
1: <laughs> Surgery cured my wife's di- uh, type two diabetes. Really? Yep. Uh. She was uh, she was on the Victoza pens, not uh, the pre precharged insulin or something like that. Metformin, all of that. And like her A1C was like a nine, almost a 10. I mean, everything was out of whack. And uh, now everything's perfect. Doesn't take any, my, uh, I would get, I'll put it in perspective of Kroger points. We would get 50 cents, 70 cents off a month just on her prescriptions for diabetes. I miss that. But no, now we don't have any prescription drugs anymore. I mean, that's, it's nothing like that anymore. I mean, especially for her, it was great for her just to get off of all of those drugs for her. I mean, that shit was just nasty. You think painkillers are bad?
0: I definitely need to change my eating habit, that's for sure. The way it is right now, I put it off to where I eat that one big meal of the day, and then it fucking puts me out like a fucking sleeping pill, the, the big dose of fucking sugar at once. And that's actually what the last couple of days I've been fucking eating late and fucking passing out like right before the show yeah the thing, I've been doing the last,
1: i'm on vacation this whole week so i've been doing kind of the same thing but even myself i mean i wasn't a diabetic or anything before but now because i can't sit and eat a huge meal like to to, to, to uh let's see to put it in perspective um we go to McDonald's and get, say, like a uh, egg McMuffin, right? I can sit down and, and uh quickly, let's say, just a couple bites, eat about maybe two or three bites. Then I gotta put that thing down for 10-15 minutes, half hour. Then I can go back and eat a little bit more. Because if I try and eat any more than that, I'm just gonna get like um. Uh, My stomach, I'm just going to get like a real, real bad stomach ache and I might get sick. So I've had, so that's how I was. I used to just eat like a big meal and then, um, you know, not eat during the day, not do this during the day and just eat like a big meal here, a big meal there. Now I found I do, I have to pick all day basically. So I've had to change what I have, what we have laying around the house to eat and stuff. So I go and uh, I buy a bunch of, um, we'll get those Kowalski uh, like, um, sausage sticks, like those, like a bag of them, like a two-pound bag of them. And I'll, we'll just leave those on the counter, and both of us, because they're really high in protein. and Because um, that's the biggest thing that we find that we have to eat is that we miss out on a lot of protein. Because um, uh, basically a lot of people are low in protein, but because of our surgery, we just don't need a lot of protein. And uh, so I ate a lot of that. I've always ate a lot of beef jerky, you know, but I just keep a lot of that stuff on hand at work. I got like a desk drawer full of it, you know, a drawer full of just that stuff, you know. I did find that when I started doing that more, when I got in the habit of just having something like that, laying around, even like apples, you know, just anything basically um, within arm's reach, that it was easier to, do that throughout the day, and it just got into a habit where now I was eating more often, and not just those one or two or three times a day. So, if that'll help, I mean, that's what I did. It
0: worked for me. Sounds like I what I need to work towards. Just you know, and I know that's the more the right answer too. It's just hard for me to put into you know. For right now, it's like. Because I know what it does to me. It's hard to, when I think about eating, it's like, oh, I don't know if I want to fucking pass out right now. So I tend not to, you know, snack. But that's what, in reality, that's what I need to do is snack more throughout the day. Yeah, Yeah,
1: that's that's what I was doing. I was snacking, but I was snacking on the wrong shit throughout the day. So then we just got better stuff in the house. You know, and that's, and that was the one nice thing about having both of us go through it is that I didn't, you know, you know I mean, you, you said, you know, you said your girls were going uh, vegetarian or whatnot. And, uh, you know, so you were cooking two meals. That's a pain in the ass. So one of you is going to either start eating meat or the other one's going to stop eating meat. You don't need a lot of meat anymore, do you? No. Neither is my brother-in-law. No. <laughs> so... You know, so it was a lot easier when both of us, you know, that both of us had to do it. You know, so, so we could cook. You know, but at the end of the day, you know, it's our grocery bill isn't that much. We I waste a lot of food, and is why I got a worm bin. You know, and the wife's like, "Well, what do we throw in there?" I said, "All those vegetables that you throw out at the end of the week." I said, "Throw in the worm bin." In
0: so. So, in the defense of not eating the meat, there, I still enjoy. <laughs> I still enjoy meat. Don't get me wrong. Well, so do I, but man. it was like it was the thing of like looking down at the girls and like, I mean, how can I look down at my babies and come okay, well, please, you know, and you know, it's like the right thing to do anyway. So to, between the nope. two of not saying no to my daughter and knowing it's the right thing to do, they, it's, I did start pulling the meat out. You know, occasionally I will eat a steak or whatever. I'm not, I'm, oh yeah. So, I mean, it's uh, all,
1: <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to throw
0: down on some turkey today. I no lie. <laughs> oh, I, we, I don't,
1: I don't eat a lot of red meat anymore. I mean, that was more or less probably the last four or five years um, prior to even all of the surgery and stuff. We just started eating, you know, cause we started eating healthier anyways. I mean, we were both trying to lose weight, you know, we both worse, you know, so you're always trying to eat healthier. So you, know, you only switched to, you know, I went on that keto diet, which was, Awesome. Here's a diet where you can eat all the eggs and bacon and stuff as long as you don't need any bread. But you need all the bacon you want. Okay, I can do that. And I was eating a couple pounds of bacon a week and I lost a lot of weight. You know, I lost 30, 40 pounds, you know, but my mom got sick. Some things happened. I got off the diet, gained it all back, and then some because it wasn't a lifestyle change. So that's what happens is, you know, when you do that. it's diets don't work, lifestyle changes do, so, you know, and, and, and that goes with anything, weight loss, it goes with, you know, cannabis, it goes with anything, you know, if, if, if your life's not going in the right direction, there's no quick fix, you have to make a change, so, and that's what me and the wife both did, I mean, when I did it, you know, and I just went to her, told her I wanted to have it done, she came to me a few days later and said, I'd like to have it done too, and, was nothing I brought on her or anything and if she wouldn't have had it done I wouldn't have changed my view of her at all. So.
0: It's pretty cool though that you guys did go through it together it does make it oh, yeah. so much easier especially if you got somebody close doing it with you it does uh make all the difference.
1: It, it, it does you know and like I said you're not you are know, not doing two of this, two of that, you know you, you know, you know, and the other thing too, it's like you have something to relate to, you know, if somebody's, you know, if you're having a bad day or you're not feeling well, you can say, hey, uh, you know, because the hardest part about the whole thing at the end of the day was uh, trying to figure out when you're full, when to stop you, because I don't have that signal anymore that goes to my brain that, you know, or... I haven't it now it's been so long, but right out of surgery, there was two things I didn't have. I didn't feel hungry, and I never felt full. So I had to remember to eat. Because I would, there was, there was, when we first got out, you know, because you weren't eating much, you're soft foods, cottage cheese, stuff like that, you know, soups, broths, and everything. But I know there was a good three, four days that, uh, um uh, I didn't eat. I didn't even think about it. Or you'd go all day. It'd be, like like you said, you you go all day, and it's not so much that, hey, you know, I need to eat or something like that. You would just, you wouldn't even be hungry because that's the part of the stomach they took out. It's also the part that told you you are full. So you'd be eating and eating and eating till all of a sudden, like a water balloon, and I'm not going to, It just, you know, you can kind of figure out from there. Indra's
0: here, sweet. Always oh, uh much respect when Indra pops in. Oh yeah. I keep uh keep hoping he'll come back and uh, do another episode. Yeah,
1: he's a he's a good one. It's,
0: I like I said, I don't get to watch a lot of your
1: episodes live just because of you know my working and stuff like that, but. I listen to a lot of them at work. So I definitely listen to a lot of them. And it's I love your style of podcast like this, you know, where you're just I don't need to be staring at my phone, you know, or something. Now granted there's sometimes where it's like, Oh yeah, check this out. So shit, I'm trying to take my phone out at work, trying to, you know, see what it is You know, but you know, for the most part it's it's a good it's a good, you know, it's a good thing that I can just shove my phone in my pocket, throw my earbuds in, and I can just work away at work and Listen to some stories and shit. You know, that's what I love, man. I love, you know, I got into the game late. I didn't know a lot about, you know, a lot of this stuff, a lot of the history or anything like that. So I love hearing about that. You know, I love all these old stories. And you not even about cannabis, man. I always just, I was that kid that went and sat with the old timers and just sat there and listened and listened to the stories that they told because it was just they' were just so cool you know I'm just get just so involved in the stories you know it, 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 both my grandpas you know they said if you just sit down and shut up you'll hear so much you just gotta shut up and because I was you know babbling on it like I am now when I was a kid you know so once I started just listening to them and you know hearing the stories of them and you know cause, you know they're all the old the old you know Korean War you know, and stuff like that you know they're all part of my my one grandpa he was part of you know the Eagles club the VFW this club that club you know so you go and you'd sit down with these guys you know and you know you were like their grandkid you know so you hear all their stories and stuff and you hear stories about your grandpa and everything you know that's what I love about your show and shows like yours where you get into just shows like that you know where you have all the other shows, you know, like the bros shows and EO and uh, Growing with Your Fellow Growers, where it's like a panel show where everybody's talking and you're learning and stuff. Those are a little harder to harder for me to listen to over. You know, those I like to be sitting down at home and stuff so I can actually watch because a lot of the times they are showing something on the screen or whatnot. So you know, but no, it's just, just to be able to sit back and relax and listen you know shows like yours and yours in particular man that that's the type of shows i like to listen to so
0: i like indra too because uh indra is one of my in particular favorites uh for two reasons he's got such good he's a such a great speaker a you know the way he tells you know his stories is awesome he's got so much fucking uh life experience and so many great stories now, here's the bad part, because I know he's probably listening. But uh, this is one of my favorites, because I get to be like you, what you have just said there. Uh, because he's got the the bad reception, and he's mainly audio. And the last thing I want is to take away from a story on a great speaker. So when Indra's on, and because oh he God. can't have... He, Yes, yes. I get the mic off well I camera off as well. Because you the last thing I want to do is yes, I get to fucking sit in this chair. Most time when Andrew's talking, I'm actually like kind of sitting Indian style. And I'm just like, I'm watching TV. I'm sitting here with a joint in my hand, like almost like a little kid, just fucking hanging oh. on everything he's saying. And yeah, I dig it. I fucking I love fucking Andrew's story. Mila, that Mila Jensen, the hash queen, nope. was another good yep. one in that aspect. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, yeah. Jodry, Kevin Jodry. I mean,
1: I, I can listen to that guy all fucking day. All fucking day. I, just, you know, him. Uh, I guess one of those other guys he had on. Uh, Donnie Danko. You know, I didn't even know he had a podcast. I started listening to his podcast. It's fucking great. I love that guy. I just, I just just love listening to all that old shit. You know? Just all the stories, you know, and the stuff going on and and everything, you know.
0: Everybody's story's good. Oh, it is
1: too. You know, that's where you get the good ones. I, I got one. I
0: got, I got a good one. We, you
1: know, maybe we'll say that one for the rabbit hole. Let's do that. Let's say that one for the rabbit hole. So it's uh it's, a t- it's, a, it's it's a good one.
0: It's Up to you, that's up to you.
1: Yeah, we'll save that one. We'll save that one. That's a good one. So, and we can, uh, my buddy used to have a uh cabin where his parents' mom did up, uh, up somewhere up, up around you, up off of uh, four mile in 75 up there. In old, uh, was that old 27 right up in that area? Had a little trailer there. You know, we'd go up, you know, just hang out on the weekends and stuff. You know, usually what it was, is I you know, he'd call me up, tell me, hey, heading up north, meet us up there. All right. I'd stop at the liquor store, pick up a quarter barrel, go in the back of the truck, run the hose up through the window, and drive up 75. And that'd be the weekend. Do that every you know, two, three times a month, probably during the summer and everything. So, you know, his cousins would come up, and we just hang around, sit around, drink, and everything, and just have a good old time. So, you know, so it's a nice drive. It is, you know. So that was, you know, again, you know, almost twenty years ago. So, I'm I'm in my mid forties. So, you know, so you're talking, y'all. You know, both, both me and my buddy out of high school and everything, you know, both of us working. I think he was just married or whatnot, you know. But, you know, his mom was my mom, you know, that's how it was growing up, you know, we were kind of two peas in a pod. And uh, well, we'd just go up there and, you know, we'd drink and hang out at the campfire and drive around during the day and, you know, and just basically fuck off, you know. His mom didn't care. You know, she was up there drinking with us, you know. The cousins are up there. The uncles are up there. It was just a big, basically, a big family, you know, get together every weekend. You know, it was a good time. Oh.
0: I think that's a tradition that falls still falls for a lot of folks. To be honest, with yeah.
1: Oh, it, is. it <laughs> is. You know, there's uh, even
0: uh, I was at at Walmart and uh, today, and yeah, they're still. The weekenders are still pretty, pretty strong today. Uh, <laughs> they, there's a lot of people celebrating Thanksgiving up here. That's for sure. Well, it's not yeah, that's a good. day.
1: No, it, wasn't, it wasn't. too bad around here. You know? What else want to talk about?
0: Well, uh let's see here what kind of strings are you looking to uh to pop in the future
1: you got uh, anything that uh... matter of fact I do I have got uh, some I got some that uh, roller one gear got the uh primal and then I got his uh the GMO Primal, garlic, garlic punch. I got that one to pop yet. I got his regular one. I got some, um, uh, I ordered that uh, Bokashi kit from Brandon, that kit that he was putting together. And uh, hmm. I haven't gotten the kit yet, but I got a pack of seeds of his uh, His uh, glue oh, crossed problem. with, has the glue, his glue crossed with the lime arel. what's it uh, lime glue or something I forget what he calls it
0: that should be good, that yeah. Should be good.
1: yeah so I got that I got um, the Lorax there on Empire he had a, uh, uh, a GG4 MAC cross that I picked up on got a small drop of that I grabbed that real quick I got a few from you. I dropped some of that Agent Orange, man. Yeah, that that was all me. That just went to fucking shit, man. One of them came up ass first, tail came up, went the other way through the plug. Yeah. Really? I yeah, I tried fucking everything. That thing just didn't want to do it. And the rest of them, nothing happened to the other one. You know. But at the same time, I just got my box together. We we're going up to my parents. And uh, no, Dave, it wasn't that one, it wasn't his Limarilla back cross, it was his uh GG4 cross with Limarilla.
0: And um, we
1: we're going with my parents, so I just cut a bunch of clones and moved everything out here, you know, because I had everything out here. And it's like, okay, just go off for the weekend, everything will be fine. Yeah, come back to a bunch of dead clones, a bunch of dead seeds, a bunch of dead. shit. I just shut the fucking light off and call it a fucking day came back two weeks later yeah two weeks later no light on nothing one of my death star clones had roots out the bottom like this and they've just been sitting in the dark for two weeks doing it in a pot i growing great so that one worked
0: it's good keeper, though. Good one to snag out, I think. Yeah.
1: Oh, shit. That Mike Brower got uh, some of that um, limarilla back across that he popped. That's uh. That's pretty good.
0: I got some of those new rust seeds, too. Uh, actually, mine didn't even come from him. They come from White Feather oh, yeah. sent me some stuff. Yeah, uh, he sent me uh, this cannabis flag, and then he sent me uh, that uh, Tiger King strain mm-hmm. that he's got there, which I want to pop just because the name, to be honest with
1: you. Yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> and then he sent me some of them seeds. Uh, Brandon hooked him up with a bunch of those seeds. So he uh he uh, gifted me some of those seeds from Brandon. Which so, ones are those? Yeah, I I think it's the the uh the times the glue. It's the ones I think he said. I gotta look it up. They're not right on the package. It, he sent it in the text. See, okay, no look, right? That might be the
1: ones that I have. Are the ones? Yeah, it's the glue mixed with limberella. I just can't remember. Got the little monkey on the front, I think, if I remember right.
0: Now you get me curious, I gotta look.
1: <laughs> I'd have to go grab my seat back. I don't have those out here. Well, that med grower stuff, I was actually, that's where I'm at. I'm just not quite sure what I wanna pop next. So it's going to be one of those three. I'll probably do uh, I'm going to be doing four in my ten at every time or four in the box at every time is going to be the plan. Four in, four out. So I'll probably pop six at a time if they're not founds, and that should give me three I'd hope. Then I can pop something else. I'll always have... My plan is Death Star is going to be something I'm keeping. I'm keeping that, so I'll always have a spot. I can shove I can shove a clone or her in a, in an empty spot anytime. So I if I pop six, six, fifty fifty should give me three every time, hopefully. And then I'll just work my way through it. Um, like I said, I'm not really looking to save anything right yet, unless I find. Because I'm going to be probably like what you've been saying lately, man. That, that shit's just going to have to be on fire. You know, I, I you know. I, I have you know, my rec numbers and my card numbers. I give my mom her card. I'll have her card numbers. But at the end of the day, I only have what's in that box. I only have a four-by-four grow four area. That's all I really have. That's all I got right now. So I don't have the opportunity to hold on to a lot just because of, I feel I would – if I kept a bunch of mothers, I feel like I wouldn't be cycling through them fast enough. So in my opinion. You know, it might be a year before I get to one, you know, with just going through four at a time, you know, but maybe down the road, get a little bigger, you know, we'll go from there, you know, maybe I go you know, outdoors, definitely, you know, i have a few extra for outdoor, you know, during the summer every year, you know, that, that's a, that's, beds are already prepped for outdoor, man, I already did that this year, you know, I got soils in, stuff's in, compost's in, leaves on top, stuff's waiting to, go down. Um, I grew, I went and uh, got some horse manure and grew some uh, tomato plants. I'll get tomatoes. I could probably still get tomatoes today if I wanted. Those things just never stop growing. So I'm going to throw a bunch of leaves on that and I'm going to dig out of that and uh, use that for my outdoor compost for next year. So I got a pretty good feeling I'm not going to have to add a whole lot other than rain.
0: Actually looked that up, man. It's there's too many good things on the table right now, not to mention what's in the vault. And uh, it's uh what he sent me was the TK Northern Lights five haze times the line one back cross is what uh cross okay. cross he sent.
1: I'll bet you that, so, that is right right up your fucking alley then.
0: That's what I was thinking when I read it off. I'm like, oh man, that, that life with me. a lime
1: with, with a with a really really limey back taste. Oh, I'll bet you a pint. will bet that's right there,
0: man. I, that's why I, I, I read it. out. Was, was, like, that man, that's really got to get moved Georgia, up I there a bit. So, yeah, that might get. That's right here, actually. Right there. That's the way yeah, I, got I got it. Right um, there. No wrap, no nothing. <laughs> just a vial. That's the way yeah, I get I got, all mine, basically.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I got I got more of the yeah. Alaskan purple, more of the Jack Herrera seeds. I've got I got some more auto flower seeds. I'll, I'm just going to run those outdoors next year. So, um, throw me some five gallon pots to shove them outside. Call it the a day. They're fun. Thing I noticed about them, at least the ones that I've, the ones that I've grown, compared to the couple photos that I've grown, is the um, the amount of dry sift that I get off them of is just outrageous. Even though they look yeah. like they're uh, they got the same amount, you know, like the same amount of frost on them, you know, they just. All of the autos that I've grown have had a ton, and I mean a ton of sift at the end of the day, more than more than anything else. Definitely haven't been as potent, but definitely got the more, the, the, the more sift. I, I wonder
0: mean, I if won. that just has something to do with like a weaker trichome structure uh, in the autoflower, just to be a trait that comes from the autoflower.
1: And it might be, it might, you know, you might have more of them,
0: maybe just not as potent. I could see it, though, because of the fast, fast structure, fast, you know, the way it grows, that trichome structure, you know, as it grows up, the head just being, just like the flower itself, it growing so fast, that head coming up and mushrooming me out and just being you know, kind of wobbly on that weak, you know,
1: stem yeah, it might that
0: be. it grows up on. I'll have to pay attention see, to that
1: next time if I remember. You know, to to see if the actual trichome itself is smaller in size on an autoflower compared to one on a photo period, because of how fast they would grow. You know, because you are right; they would grow faster, wouldn't they?
0: Well, I'm not. I'm not thinking it's not necessarily. Well, I don't. I don't think it would be bigger. I just think that the the stem part of the sport structure of the trichome head, because they look very similar. You've looked at them like a mushroom. Yeah. I'm thinking that the, you know this part of it, you know, be- it just grows up and blooms up so fast that this part of it never strengthens up. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just the trichome comes up, blooms up, and then it maybe gets weak. It's yeah. Just just, uh, never timed it. For the carcass to cure up, basically the outer structure to kind of harden. All right, just thinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, what exactly did you have you have you guys gathered for your Thanksgiving? Is it just a traditional turkey? Yeah,
1: turkey. Turkey, mashed potatoes, green bean casserole. You got her uh cranberry sauce. I don't like that shit. And uh um, got a couple uh pieces of pie for
0: dessert. That sounds, sounds like pretty much the same for me. Yeah. I had to go to three different places for fucking green degree green bean casserole. One had onions, one had the green beans, and I had to swing into one last stop for some green mushroom soup. It was like, yes, the trifecta. <laughs> this year,
1: for grocery store game,
0: we'll just call it,
1: on the random crazy shit that the store has in stock, and the random crazy shit that the store doesn't have in stock is just mind-boggling. You know, I mean, I, I'm not talking about the toilet paper and stuff like that. I understand that. People are afraid they can't get that. Stuff. But there's been a few times where I've walked in and you know, just walked down the aisle and just looked. Oh, huh? you, know, you just seen a bare spot in the aisle. And you look to see what's missing, and it's just like, why the fuck would anybody want that now during this? You know, and then you look on the shelf, and you're like, right next to it is something that you would, in your mind, like, I would use this. You know, just, just so much of that stuff.
0: It was a different year to shop for the holidays, that's for sure. There's the, the panic time where the way they put the restrictions down right so close to the holiday, I think it kind of bugged everybody out a little bit and, you know, made them. Panic shop a little bit, which tighten things, the availability of holiday things uh, a little bit. Yeah,
1: I, I think so too. I mean, especially you know, you always do run low
0: on some stuff this time
1: of year, but I like think it is this year here. It is.
0: Uh, what do you think will be the next thing that you'll uh, step up in the garden? What do you think will be the next thing, uh, the next week to your garden? Um,
1: The next thing I have to do, I mean, I know what I have to do. I have to get a better lighting, I have to upgrade my light. So, I mean, I've got a, however you want to look at it, 300 watt light. I mean, it does, you know, up up high, it does cast out pretty well and I'll grow just fine in it, I know that. Upgrading would definitely be my next step. I mean, that's where I would like to go. What I want, what I'm going to go into, I'm not sure yet. So, you know, is it going to be getting into a big bottom board or are they going to be stepping up and just run two in there and then upgrading again? I'm not sure watching you kill it with those lights back there and i've got no problem my buddy just picked up uh, g2000 Like, come somewhere you got for his little two by two you know that like he's going to do fine you know I, mean? I think nowadays unless you're you know i'm not to the point where i think like uh top of the line light is going to make or break my growth and i'm going to notice a difference it's just going to be a lot brighter I've got way more things that I can work on to tweak. I'm gonna go drop 1,200 bucks on bucks on Drop okay. a couple hundred bucks on maybe a little blue buses. Something like that. Just a small, just a small one that I can run side by side and with my uh, SP 250 in there. Yeah, I think that would work just fine. Just work just fine. And then I can save up, you know, and then go from there. So, so and then I then like once the I get the plan. lighting, I like. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of you know, the lighting. Get that dialed in, and then after that, it's going to be about um, lights, watering, watering, watering system. And itself, you know, kind of. Why I'd like to. Get, I'd like to get the light prior to the beds because I'd like to get that variable out of the way. I like to get the bed dialed in you know, an 80 watt light bulb, and then all of a sudden I throw a like 300 watt in there. You know, so if I can at least get the wattage up, five, four hundred watts, five hundred watts, you know, plus, plus in there. Both those in there, both those running, and you step up, nicer one down the road. At least the lights just gonna be a little brighter instead of a lot brighter. I'm thinking in my mind that's better. So, this time I'm dialing in the soil, all that going, all that project.
0: Yeah, the cheaper lights, you know, I've said that, you know. Ever since I've been running them back there, it makes good sense to me to, you know, just kind of stack them cheaper lights like that, you know? Yeah. Again, for that thousand, twelve hundred bucks, like you're referring to for the one fixture, I could go three of the Bloom pluses and buy the ten, a <laughs> four by eight ten to where you spend, you know, you could spend, like you're saying, a thousand, twelve hundred bucks just for the light to fall power a four by four or a five by five area where you've done the math now you can you know for less money you've set up a four by eight not a four by four but you're doing a four by eight you actually doubled the space and you're still under the mark under the what you would have spent just for the fixture on the other side. And again as you hone your skills you can take those lights down, make them veg lights, whatever, smack bigger lights in there, whatever. But at least you've got to get in and crush it for a couple of grows before you had to fork out that money for the one big light. Shit, this could save you the money. You know what I mean? What you could produce in a run or two right here would save you the money to fucking buy that next bigger light. Yeah, that's what it
1: is. You You know, it's like you said, what's the next upgrade? You know, it's trying to find that. weak link you know, right now my weak link is the light so you know i got i got my environment pretty well dialed in you know that seems to be running pretty well there so my my weak link right now is i need more light so get that dialed in you know hey christmas is coming i'm putting shit in the amazon shopping cart so you know every now and again boxes just show up at the door i don't know what to tell the wife boxes showed up
0: should happen. Amazon's got, Amazon's got a wish program. <laughs> they show hey, up whenever. I'll be honest. I checked into that Sezzle ship
1: where you make the payments on the stuff. That's not a bad option either. My buddy actually did it on something. He said it worked out pretty well. You well, know, if you're looking at getting into I like see. maybe a four or five hundred dollar light. You know, you can do it a couple hundred, you know, hundred bucks a week.
0: That's not a bad option. I actually had a buddy of mine, the first uh, TGA rep. The guy kind of took his job after he left. I don't like to refer it like that. I just, I, I guess I'm filling in for him when he left. <laughs> I guess would be a better way to phrase it. Uh, he was actually one of the first people in uh, Flint Galactic Gardens. Uh, he ran right there. And that was like a hydro shop. And then he sold, of course, uh, TGA beans and a few others, you know. But uh, when the medical scene first started popping off there and he had the grow store going, and before Amazon and all that shit, he offered uh, grow packages. Same shit that, you know, he could go in, fill out a credit form, and fucking, he'd send you home with a fucking light, fucking tent. Fucking dirt seeds, and you paid him after the fucking first grow was done. Yeah, you didn't have to even make a payment until the fucking you harvest your first harvest, and then you could pay off the lights or make payments at that point. And I thought, man, that how badass is that? You know, it was like all about getting people going, man. Yeah, big-hearted That's dude, man. It's great. It's great that he was able to do that. I haven't seen too many people do that shit since. <laughs> wow. Still.
1: I know uh, I remember I think uh Tara Wilson's um, Pro Store guy did that for guy did that for her with her life. Let her make payments on it as she went along. So, you know, really helped her out, you know. So it, it's good, it's good that you know my local guy here, you know, he's you know, I ain't saying he take payments, you know, but I've seen him. My first time walking into the store, you know, cause you're always, you know, they're just going to push stuff on you. I watched a guy come in and probably it was probably his first grow and he had more spider mites and God knows what else in that thing. And they knew what to do with it. And I watched that guy at the store basically tell the guy, I hate to tell you this, but it'd be cheaper in the long run to cut it down and start over for me to sit here and try and sell you a bunch of stuff that probably isn't going to work. been
0: going there ever since. That's uh, good advice sometimes. Sometimes you don't want to fucking hear that, but no. sometimes that is great advice, though. You know, and, and, and it hurts, it, but yeah. You
1: know, and, and, and for me to watch it from a guy that owned a store, grow store look at a guy knowing full well he can probably push him out that door with what 150 200 bucks worth of products to try and kill something at the end of the day this plant's going to die anyway so you're not really going to blame the guy at the store you know he might get mad but you know for him to just say hey you know what? why don't you cut your losses here's a couple of things to clean out your room when you're done to get rid of all of that stuff here's some new stuff to get you going That right there really hey man, you're a pretty cool dude. So
0: I have respect for people like that too. Got to. They're hard to find anymore, that's for sure. They are. Fifty nine kicking along. Heck yeah. Hope you guys are having a good Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving so far. I'm still uh smoking out some more. I'm gonna roll up some more. Small nug. It was a big big old nug before I broke took the stem out of it earlier. And uh this is that twisted TK that it's been pretty good. Yep. I actually threw it in there. I didn't I didn't even really hear a whole lot of that TK strain until as of late. And it sounded pretty good. And I happened to look down. <laughs> I've got seeds fucking everywhere. Everywhere I've got seeds fucking laying around. And I was looking at, I think it was, um, the psychedelic warlock sent me a pack of, uh, seeds. They had a bunch of different breeders and stuff on it. And it had, a. Uh, one of the things he sent me had uh, a TK cross in it, and uh, I was like, huh, am going to drop this. So, I threw it down, checked it out. Not bad. I can see a little bit of what the hype's about. I like the feely <laughs> side of it. No cheese side of it. It's good. I seen another one the other day that had that golden goat in it, and I was like, hmm, maybe I should work with that as well. <laughs> if you're looking. So much stuff. I got uh, two new testers here from uh, Empire that's got to go down yet. The six shooter and the uh, citrus blazer. Both of those I've got to pop yet. I still got that uh, new tester from Or one with the biscotti uh Times primal in there. I need to draw canis and over a tester. Man, that's one of the other reasons too, man. I'm telling you, unless it's actually just fire, man, it's got to go, man. The phenol hunt is going to be large over here in the next <laughs> little while, man. Yeah.
1: That's how it is, you know. But it sounds, it sounds like you know, once you get it going, you're
0: you're going to be fucking set, man. Just right now, man, I mean Over here, I guess I'll give you a little peek yeah, but over here But, you know, just over here There's uh you can't hear uh, hope you can't see that There's actually, you know There's the B- uh, Empire Breeding Coast, Barbecue Gorilla, you got the uh, Sangria, Agent Orange Jelly Bean, and then A bunch of, you know, cuts of There's Jack's uh, Velvet punches here. I got of Queens, uh, Manje delight on here. I know I fucked that up, Cana. Uh, fucking Jax J one. Fucking Primal, Primal punch. I got the Smash cake still going. The Garlic punch. Man, you got, you got them a
2: couple. These long, don't
0: Sixteen strains floating around right now. And some of you know, the bitch about that is is they're first rounders. So, of course, you know, there's one of this, you know, one of that, you know, in the weaning down phase of even if it's going to be kept, you know what I mean? You know, so, and then to go through it all again, right behind this, it's going to, like I said, it's got to be great. Somebody's going to have to be like, that is just amazing for me to go. I'm gonna keep it. <laughs> For one of my patients, I can't live without that.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's so. just but, you know. And at the same time, it sounds like you know, like your patients are going to get a real nice new set of rotation coming through
0: too. So. Well, they've always had that. They've yeah. always had that. <laughs> so I think that's one of the things. And with the perpetual harvest, I like to stagger all that. So every month they they do get you know. It's usually working out to where every month there's three to five flavors that you didn't have next month. And then, you know, what you had last month, maybe be two months back down the road. So <laughs> they evolve. They pop up and down like whack a moles around here. But, you know, it's never the one thing always. And it's always good and fresh. It's never fucking dried completely out you know what i mean powdery shit that's been sitting around from one big harvest and you know, i'm just kind of steadily dishing it out you know what i'm saying it's uh so they they do seem to be pretty happy i'm i'm happy okay. if they're happy i'm happy i a little bit here in chat. talk about you ever uh have you ever deep fried a turkey? Yeah. Once, talking. Maybe. Two, yeah Smiley's talking. Good to go. That. Uh
1: it was it was, awesome. it was it was awesome. It was awesome. Honestly, I usually um uh, my favorite way is smoking. I like smoking turkeys. I like smoking meat. I mean, it, 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 um, uh, used to do briskets. Used to do, uh, used to do a lot of pork butts. Used to do a lot of, uh, uh, used to take a chuck roast and smoke that, and then break that down into like uh, uh, chip beef. That was really good. Uh, used to make, used to make make home bacon
0: and stuff, so. and then uh, like barbecue beef. Have you ever like that that? Uh... Roast that you're just talking there, you know, when it breaks down, you know, just smothering it in some barbecue yep. sauce and making like almost pulled beef. Oh, that's, that's
1: exactly what I do, exactly it. what I
0: do. So good, yeah. yeah. I'm a fan in the smoker myself, man. I went through that phase when I first got it. The same thing, I stuck anything that would fit oh, in the fucking smoker, yeah. <laughs> Sure did, man. You're just going to the they store,
1: looking at shit to figure out what the fuck am I going to smoke tonight?
0: Yeah, the one thing I didn't really care for was uh for some reason was ham. I never smoked a really great ham. Wow. You know, ham was just better cooked in the oven, but got too dry. Had a super smoky flavor, super smoky flavor. It just wasn't. Everything else was good. Everything else was good. Small yeah, We did uh, like a like a
1: fifteen pound turkey.
2: One meal, uh,
1: well, I, I want to say that was a Thanksgiving it was, like, it was like twenty degrees outside. So, you know, I'm trying to keep a smoker at like two hundred fifty degrees for like six eight hours at twenty degrees outside.
0: I like the new. I've got my eye uh, on one of the new electric models. They look pretty badass with the puck, self feeding pucks and shit. That's give me a little little beep beep when it's done. That's
1: <laughs> yeah, I kind of like the sound I mean,
0: of that. I mean, my dad were looking
1: at how the controllers was just like that's pretty nice, and that's just another one of those things that's like yeah, but for like you know thirty bucks more, you can get it to do this. Another thirty bucks, it'll do. It'll connect to your phone, and it'll let you know when you know when the temperature is down. You know, it's like it's like nickel and diamond, you. The next thing you know, you spent like five hundred bucks on a smoker.
0: Oh man, I actually had to have some of the best self control I've ever had buying a grill this year because I'm usually that guy that you now same thing. <laughs> they had some amazing grills this year fucking ovens built right in them. You can cook a turkey while you're fucking (laughs) barbecuing on some of them grills this year. And it's like, I And air fryers
1: built into them this year. My my dad's buddy up north, he's got a uh, dual station propane deep fryer. Like fry fry. He's barbecuing yeah, off like for for like a party and stuff. Yeah, he's he's over there dropping baskets of fries by the fryer. He's, <laughs> like, you know, he's got the big potato thing. You know, so he just cuts the potatoes right there, drops them right in. You know, fresh.
0: That sounds like a good place to fucking go eat, man. Oh, <laughs> sounds yeah. like you're pretty lucky to go over there on a barbecue. <laughs> oh, yeah. he doesn't
1: he doesn't fuck. Big, huge, uh, like old school rectangular rotisserie. You just scrubs a bunch of wings in and shit. And you'll make barbecue and hot wings that way over the charcoal. You know, while everything else is smoking or grilling.
0: So. I must have bought a, you know, it was a tough call. I went in like a year or two without a grill, if you could believe that. I moved up here and fucking moved up here in the middle of nowhere. And I went from like, down in like a area where i had more relatives that came by and i was barbecuing all the time that's another thing once you buy one on grills too it's like all right now i gotta have everybody over every weekend because now i'm fucking cooking i'm cooking yeah, something it. you know what i mean yeah and it was the same thing we thought while we moved up here and there was nobody up here nobody was like I'm just gonna fucking roll up for a barbecue that day <laughs> you know what I mean I'm not gonna drive two and a half hours for a barbecue then I have to roll two oh. and a half hours home so it really slowed down so I said fuck the grill for a year or two and I went out and bought one this year and man it was it was like one of them things man what do you buy man do you buy the, I, that big old I seen a big old griddle that seemed like three foot around you can make pancakes I'm like, man, certain things are good on the grill, but not everything. You got to have flame. And then I'm thinking now, you know, again, you know, I like to smoke things and they had some nice all-in-ones, but I just couldn't fork over some of the cash for some of them ones that so I just kind of went mid-grade. I was like, I still got my smoker if I needed a smoker. They had some amazing grills this year.
1: My, my uh my barbecue grill is holding up a firewood. So i've had that for probably right, probably 10 years i probably
0: put it's run
1: i probably put five or six new heating you know, burners in it but i've always had it in my garage because i've always grilled round. So I, mean, well, I had it out on like, my back porch first moving in this house, one time, out there in the theater and it's just, like a covered patio or something weird, that'd be a little different now with the, i still be going outside of it. Usually yeah. I would just pop open the garage door and go right there. I get a little
0: colder. We'll uh, Mike's, Mike's out in the elements.
1: <laughs> I've always wanted to just build one of the ones out, out of my port, you know, out of my deck. You know, like one that's built in everything. But well, then it's like, like you said, you know, it's like, you know, how often would I be using that? You know, I just, just, just waste it.
0: Please, please I like to cook outside. That's for sure. Oh, wow. Even I don't in like the winter, food. I miss that grill in the winter. But I, I, you know, I'll tough it out. I'll stand out there and grill some shit in the winter time. Just takes a little bit longer.
1: Yeah, it's not like you got to stand there the whole time.
0: Yeah, some stuff chicken some good chicken you got to be close to the grill
2: yeah
0: Flame up on hell that. 55 all. gallon drum. I've always wanted one of those i i was
1: actually looking at making one of those back in the day I think it just ended up turning into a burn barrel.
0: Yeah. yeah They're yeah, more handy plant. too, though.
1: A burn barrel, put the ring.
0: Fresh growth. Grow. You must have a fresh th- Thanksgiving supply of dabs, fresh grow. He's every time I look up, he's like, Dabbel, Dabbel. <laughs> well, what time is it? Three o'clock? Three oh one. You're <laughs> going
1: off. probably good at calling it here. We want to come back for the rest. Let him get up, walk around, go to the
0: bathroom, get some drink. That sounds good. Sounds good if you want to. And hopefully, smile is up. I know he's in chat. Papa, smoke, hang out for a while. Yeah. Still good to hear now, that was the
1: main stuff. reason of doing the episode.
0: Well,
1: now I can get on it, actually.
0: Right on, right on. Looking forward to it, man. Really, that'll that'll be the. Uh, I've always wondered how people think about what people think about having to do. You know, that's one of the things. You know, I guess I kind of did purpose just because I was like, well, if I don't put that rule into play, then uh, I may not have spotlight (laughs) shows. Yeah, everybody's just gonna come onto the rabbit holes all the time. I'm, you know, I had I had to put that little rule into play to keep the spotlights going. Hey,
1: hey Smiley, I'm the guest, so I can take the bathroom break.
0: <laughs> well, well, if you want to jump into the rabbit hole, you know what you got to do too. There's that one last step. Oh yeah, one last step. You gotta leave your mark on the episode. You gotta, you gotta leave your like before you go. All right. When you're ready. I just hit record. All right. All right. So this is uh,
1: what episode we have?
0: Two
1: All right. So you got uh, big jar Grows here. So two forty-eight, talking fucking shit with Eagle. Having a good night talking. Most of you guys are probably hungry. you have been talking a lot of food tonight and know that. But uh gonna check out here. want y'all come back and uh, read the rabbit hole. Talk to you guys later.
0: It work. Thank you very much. Uh, I have had a, it's been my pleasure to do this episode with you. I've met you firsthand in person, but uh, Getting to sit with you and have this conversation with you has been an honor, truly. Another fellow Michigan uh, grower, you know, and I have nothing but respect for you. So thank you very much, my friend, for uh, hanging out and helping me buy another, like I said, helping me buy another night for everybody to hang out, you know, and I'm very grateful for that. So take your bathroom break, get that, get something to drink. And uh, we'll, we'll, let's plan on like fifteen minutes. We'll take fifteen minute break, and then uh, we'll be back. All right. oh, you don't have, you can you can pop back in whenever you want, <laughs> but they can, they'll, we'll we'll call it fifteen minutes on my end, and I'll be back, and uh, hopefully you pop back in when you're ready. Oh yeah, we'll be back. we we'll back. It's been a great time, man. I appreciate it. It's been really fun. Thank I
1: don't don't get to do this much. You know, I don't have a lot of people to talk to. My wife will only listen to me talk about pop for so long. So it's about 10 or 15 seconds. That's not very long. long. All right, man. We'll talk to you later. Be back in a few. All right.
0: You guys that are hanging out, hopefully that you will transfer over to the rabbit hole tonight's rabbit hole i believe will be a little bit different the thanksgiving rabbit hole as it will be labeled i think uh if you guys are game i will kind of leave tonight's rabbit hole open ended if you are one of the past guests that are hanging out and uh want to come in we'll just leave it rolling you know i'll check in do my thing i may be in and out but for the most part uh I think it will be a free for all for those of you that want to hang out that I'll just leave it running and uh, start and stop it. Check in from time to time and uh, let people come and go. If I check out, I'll assign somebody to be the host of the show. I step away for a minute and let them run things and then uh, we'll see how it goes. So get ready for the Thanksgiving rabbit hole. See you see you guys in a few. If you're a past guest, I see a lot of you, Fresno, Smiley. Who else we got in chat? Shit, a bunch of you. Aldridge. Aldridge. You haven't done your episode yet, Aldridge. Jeez. Anyways, Sir Howell, he can pop in. The American one. Jack. All you guys. Whoever wants to pop in, welcome to the Thanksgiving special. Rabbit Hole. I'll see you guys in a few. Thank you for watching. Love you guys. Don't forget, do something nice for somebody. Random acts of kindness do save lives.